Welcome to Keeping Up With The Nerds podcast, our weekly show where we discuss all the nerdy news bits and breaking news, starring Nick Valero, Renee Bravo, and me, Brian Quevedo. You can find us on YouTube at Keeping Up With The Nerds or our website, keepingupwiththenerds.com. Check out our description for more information, and don't forget to rate the show if you like what you heard. Now, on with the show. Recording at 12920 Philadelphia Street, Whittier, California at Undercity Comics, Keeping Up With The Nerds presents... What's that your number again? <laughs> 173. Oh yeah, 173. My name is Noel. I'm one of the owners here at Primetime Collectibles. These are the homie. I'm here with Nick, Renee, <laughs> Brian. I love it. <laughs> if, it you guys, if you guys didn't know, oh, so Brian... <laughs> Welcome to the show, guys. Welcome to the show. So, so we we're just talking. So Brian is cool with big people eating little people. But he draws the line at making out with a decapitated head. Oh, that was true. <laughs> I was like, where is he going with this? Dude? Oh, yeah. <laughs> You're all like, no, this is fine. This is great. Oh, that's disgusting. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's too far. That's too far. That's I too want far. cannibalism without the romance, please. Is it peaking or no? No, no, that's the thing. I was checking. No, he's right. fine right now. Yeah, it's fine. It's, it's good, all man. good. Okay. Wow, you took over that intro that like good. crazy. That sounded like a full-on radio I, broadcast. I'm like, man, ready. dude. That was great. No, I'm not criticizing I anything. See, I want to see Brian run just. <laughs> <laughs> As you run like that sometimes, you're fun. Running around the house, why not? <laughs> see, there are moments in life where I can make fun of Nick. It's never in. It's never on the mic. It never is on the mic. Do you ever make fun of me in general? Oh, really? Dare I remind you how you were talking about your brother being in plays, and I said that you were a tree, oh, and yeah, everyone in the room laughed? Tree. Yeah. Yeah, that's funny. That yeah. was funny. Yeah. And you say I don't, you know, I don't make fun of you, but there it is. That's not making fun of me. Yeah. It's the truth. So Nick says you have, to, you have to start anywhere. Like you have to start somewhere. So he chose to be a tree. He chose I did. to be as level one Nick. A tree. Level one. I chose, I chose to be tree. He's still level one, dude. What are you talking about, dude? He, he just restarted again, dude. And then when I was a this child, I was Linus. You were what? I was Linus, and you were not Linus. You were far from Linus. Linus, like you're a lioness. No, like like from the Peanuts. He from thinks the he's peanuts? the guy with the blanket. I was the guy with the blanket. You were yeah. not the guy with the blanket. When I was in the elementary, you were more of like a Lucy. Our, the in, stories that you talk about, how you pick on people, you're a Lucy. That's that's it. That's you're not. Done. You're not wrong. But I'm saying in our presentation of the Great Big Pumpkin, you played. I Linus. was Linus, so you lied. You played someone you weren't. Why? You, you, how did you force yourself into that character, dude? You were nowhere near Linus. He started as a tree, and he worked his way there. <laughs> it's also called acting. I don't think you know this, but Tom Hiddleston isn't actually Loki. That's so funny, dude. Are you sure? That's so. What funny. else has he done? I thought so. Basically, oh. nothing. <laughs> In all fairness, you're right. <laughs> he hasn't. He hasn't really done a bunch else, but. You were put in a position where I saw your face just fall. Going I was like, crap. "Oh damn! Oh yeah. dang! Yeah, wait, no, no." What no, else, no. What else, damn it! <laughs> Welcome to the show, ladies and gentlemen. Issue one seventy three. Keeping up right now. with the nerds. We're already like three minutes into the show. Don't forget to check out our website, keepingupwiththenerds.com. Check out our socials: Instagram, Facebook, X. Thank you. And check out our audio platforms: Spotify, Apple Podcasts, not Google Podcasts, because R.I.P. Don't worry, I got it. I got you. I got you. And whatever audio platforms you guys got. We are not on YouTube music, apparently. Yeah. We're not? No, we have yeah. to. I have to try to find a way to do it. And check out our YouTube channel. Why? Because today our guest 
is Noel from Prime Time Collectibles, a store up here in Uptown Whittier. Noel, thank you for being on the show, guys. Thank yeah, thanks for inviting thank you, me. Thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, you killed it. That intro was beautiful. Thank you. Great way to start the show. You put Nick in his place several times. I enjoy that. So you started to respond to the whole like decapitated, like you know. I didn't know what to say. You just just agree. Yeah, like yeah. yeah. Because I mean, yeah, that's that's true. I've only seen one season of Attack on Titan. I didn't know what you were referencing at first. What? And then you were like, oh, decapitated head. And I'm like, oh, it's Attack on Titan. That's what we were talking about. (laughs) Yeah, that's what you're talking about. The only point of reference I have for that show is one season. That's it. Yeah. I don't watch anything else. Do I need to? No. Yes. No. You should. Okay. Then edit every other episode to have the first season intro. What? Why would anybody go through that much trouble? If you guys want just me to watch in, Attack on Titan, I'm I'm not going to skip the intro and every other intro just, besides the one that Renee you're just showed ridiculous. me. No, you're ridiculous. No, I'm not Move ridiculous. On. It's good. I, I Move on because you're ridiculous. I have a solution. I have a solution. That's yeah. a solution. The way you edit it is by putting in the Dragon Ball <laughs> super intros. There you go. Because apparently he's good with those. Yeah, you yeah. put those, yep. the Legion, the Attack on Titan, it'll be a nice treat. You're like, oh, is this Dragon Ball Z Super? I love this show. Mm, yeah. And then suddenly you're it's like, oh, Attack no. Oh, yeah, I love this. Big people eating little people. Love it. You know what intro's good? Mm-hmm. One Pieces. Even the first one. I enjoyed it. It's very, it's very quirky. It's Can fun. we do that as an OnlyFans? Do we just get little tiny gummy? We're talking about people? anime intros. Why it's are like, you? Why does your mind little, go in that direction? Gummy little people. Nick, and then every Nick, time answer the question. Why do you naked? <laughs> Nick, <laughs> Nick, I love how you want total death and destruction. <laughs> you big people, little little people. That's what, that's what you call that one. Just yeah. if you guys enjoyed oh. cake on cake, try <laughs> big people, <laughs> little people. really want Nick to just follow his dreams mm-hmm. and just be a director for like sex work. He's not. He's, I think, not, I think, I think he, he's not, but he, I think he dreams about it like every night. Cause that's all he does. What? Every time on the all show, he does is what? it's all he does in the show. If you, if, cause you listen to the show, idea, lot, man. right? Yeah. So what, what ends up happening idea, if you follow man. Nick's pattern is that we talk about something like something nerdy, something like whatever. Right. And then if he tries to get under my skin, he doesn't do it by like insults or anything else. It's sex. And he just, crawls in underneath to try to like get under my skin and then he just goes with why it. does sex get under your skin always always why does sex bother it you? doesn't yeah, why, it's just it's the first that... entry point that's how you get me but you that's just how said, but you just said no 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 it it's, 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 why it's, does that get under your skin it's the way that you go in it's, that's that's your always intro dude that's he, always your intro he's not trying to get under your skin he's not trying to get under your skin he's just getting triggered you know what i mean it's like it's like if you watch uh, an anime, and then you're all like, "Well, it looks like I need to take a long shower." So you start <laughs> you start talking about anime. Were you watching then, High School DxD? Or what? <laughs> 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 on repeat. Just, just I'm gonna play the first couple episodes on repeat, and just keep on watching. Nobody, nobody watches that show with full volume. Everybody puts their <laughs> <laughs> so you just trigger him. He's just you just you just create yeah. the sexual fantasy and the tension right off the bat. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah, you, you do it, and, yeah, and then that's how you get on. Yeah, that's just that's how, that's the that's unfortunate that thing is I don't do anything, and somehow. Nick automatically gets the inspiration to just go forth with I it. Mean, also, we like, know that it bothers you. So it does it easy. though because I honestly don't pay attention to you sometimes, and I'm just like, okay, no, because I've noticed this. I've this. I've started to learn to just react to his stuff yeah. immediately, just to let it go, just so that way he gets everything out of his wants. system. That's fine. That's the key. because I've noticed that's that when king. I don't. It, <laughs> you think king. that's his kink, dude? That's the, that's that's the immediate kink. Yeah. Yeah. That actually makes sense because yeah. I, I don't did, kink shame. Shame I did the, is shame. No, that's that, fine. That's the but I did the thing that you told me months ago, which is wow. don't react to anything Nick does, don't, and then he'll yeah. stop. Mm-hmm. And then I did that. And the thing that I noticed because I pick up on patterns is he just keeps poking and poking and poking, and it's like, dude, this guy won't yeah. stop. So I might as well just let it. You know, just go ahead, have your fun, dude. Go ahead and have your fun. It's fine. 
It's fine. If that's what you, your creative mind works, if that's the way you process things, Nick, by all means, go for it. Dude. I don't know why sex I'm bothers glad. you so much. It doesn't bother me. I'm glad we're having this conversation right now with this. He's the one that brought it up. He's the one that wants to vent right now. Noel just started to add spices, dude. He's literally ratatouing this entire thing, dude. He gave us coffee and sweet treats right now. Literally lured me into, dude. Okay, because that was the whole bit. Before you got here, because you were supposed to be here at 6.15. You're like, oh, I'm on my way. I messaged at like 5.45 and I'm like, I'll take like a quick 30 minute nap. I had to stop at Mother's Touch. That's fine. No, no, that's fine. I was just caught off guard because, yeah, it's fine. It's fine. It's just that when I got here, I was rushing because I was like late. Mm -hmm. I'm like, oh, shoot. Nick's going to give me crap for this. Nick wasn't here. (laughs) Noel shows up like half an hour early. He's like, oh, do you want to go to Providence Bakery? And Mm -hmm. I'm like, what? Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, let's go. Mm -hmm. Okay, well, I'm going to take my phone. He's like, no, leave your phone charging. I thought that was it, dude. I thought I was going to die. He's Get a shovel. Should have. Ah! That was it, dude. <laughs> Takes me right down over you here to win. Like, what are you doing? I'm burying you. <laughs> just like, Welcome just, to Providence, dude. Just, just, stepbrother, just stepbrothers him. Yeah. Just, yeah. what are you doing? I'm burying you. You're waking. You're waking you're, you're the businesses. <laughs> just let the dirt shower off. Yeah. So we go to Providence Bakery, and he starts like, what do you want? Yeah. I'm like, what? I can pick anything? He's like, yeah. So I pick out the, what is it? The strawberry jellied cronut that they have. Mm-hmm. And then I so start good. choosing different bakery items for you guys. Noel comes up straight. He's just like, oh, uh, four cafe de ollas. Yeah. Dude, best cafe de ollas Fires. I've ever had, dude. Really good. Oh, they were really good. Oh, I, I downed mine. I downed mine, too. Yeah. I, I'm still I sipping the, mine, dude. I'm enjoying it. I'm, I'm trying to save a little bit of leather. Yeah. Yeah, see? <laughs> no, I chugged it. I chugged it. And then right before we had to record, I was like, oh, I got to go in there. I was like... Like, dude, and that's not—he wasn't even done. We start walking back with all these treats. Did you hold his hand? No, he literally I wanted like, to. You should hold. That sounds <laughs> like a great day. Our hands are full, so we could. You could have like locked arms. You could have just could have been like, I got this sweet treat and my sweet treat. <laughs> yeah, <this is> my <laughs> I'm surprised. It sounds dude, like a he, great day. Yeah. Here's the thing: he hits me with the oh, and the owner's watermelon. I'm <gasps> my people. <laughs> That was it, He's dude. Like, is that that's the homie? That's the homie? <laughs> is that my aunt? <laughs> is it my uncle? <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised, man. But yeah, no, you buttered us up with like treats, and oh, now you're ratatouing over the pot, mm-hmm. putting spices mm-hmm. and different vegetables, getting us all riled up, dude. This yeah, is when, when Brian ate cool. his donut, guys, he, obviously, you know. He was quiet for like a good three minutes. <laughs> I realized that Brian And we're like, hey, how is it? And he's all I'm like, give me something. <laughs> Tell me it's like Flavor Town or something like that. He's all no response. <laughs> he takes another bite. It just goes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the world's beautiful, worst dude. food critic. You shut up because you did the same thing. No, I didn't. I went. Mm, you took really no, 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 no. I said it's you very moist. Literally it's literally like over the counter, dude. I did. Hold on. Didn't I say? It? You wasn't said, I giving descriptions? Oh, sorry. Your two, your second oh, grade vocabulary, yeah. dude. Second grade vocabulary over here, going oh, like, what? oh, it was flaky. And it was moist. Told, and then yeah. you were like, oh, how was it? The cheesecake was good. Yeah, it went. Yeah, yeah but I said it was good. Yeah. I said it was good. It's It was very moist. Did you guys end up switching cheesecakes? We tried. No, we just fed each other cheesecakes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. lock we arms. Invi- yeah, we weren't invited. That was, was sexy. You didn't want to. But, um, you didn't want to share your cronut. <laughs> no, I no, like did. my cronut. That's true. You did not. Keep it to himself. Yeah. Like, we're like, can we try something? Look, man, I don't treat myself to a lot of things, right? So I feel like I deserve that one. Thank you, Noel. No, welcome. Thank you, dude. Welcome. Yeah, yeah. It, it made me happy yeah. today. I was like, I was pretty so mid today, and then I, I saw Cronut and the he gates of hell. So excited here, uh, a Cronut from. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, dude, he was so excited that as he was like talking over the the pastries, he leaned and started moving. <laughs> oh, really? Like, you know, no like, you way. Chill, daddy, chill. <laughs> <laughs> Look, man, I, just, I said uh, this. knocks over everything. Just like oh. 
Can I get that Corona? <laughs> God willing, I go to heaven, right? You know how I know I made it? If I smell chocolate and bacon at the same time. But but I think I realized my new love, dude. It's that Corona. Oh, my God. Oh, speaking of heaven, I got a question for you guys. What's up, dude? If you guys were to expire for whatever reason and made into the afterlife. Uh-huh. That's and a long shot for me. Though. And if you, th- <laughs> if you think you're in heaven, yeah. what would be a sign that will let you know you're in the bad place? If me? I saw my mom. Oh. You saw your mom? Yeah. Might oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You Why are you laughing, dude? Like can't laugh. <laughs> can't laugh. Dead parents. I know. Stuff. I just immediately was like, oh, really? Okay, cool. All right. <laughs> you going to dive into yeah. that? Yeah. <laughs> That's a wound. <laughs> <laughs> that was a wound. <laughs> How would I know, dude? How would you know if you're in the bad place? Yeah. Mine's Tom Cruise. You're in what? <laughs> yeah. If I just like was it walking around, I was like, oh, I made it to heaven. This is got, awesome. Hey, and, Noel, dude, you made it. 100%. Yeah, exactly. 100%. And his giant teeth just started yeah. clacking away. I would freak out. I was like, oh my God. What if, like, messed up. what if you yeah. see Tom Cruise in the distance, oh, yeah. right? What if you see Tom Cruise in the distance, right? And as he starts approaching you, he gets taller and taller and taller. And then he's like right up to you and he's like Titan size. That's a nightmare. That's a nightmare. That's it. Wait. Dude. Beginning of a new fetish, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, and then he stomps on you. And then he yeah. eats me because I'm the little people. <laughs> yes. Big Tom eats little. Into Scientology, dude. <laughs> yeah. Big Tom eats little man. Yeah. <laughs> Big Tom eats little Noel. <laughs> <laughs> what would be your sign? Ah, he's laughing. <laughs> <laughs> what? What's your sign? It, in the bad place. Uh, if everything's too nice. Yeah, that's true. You want a little bit of grit in heaven? That's what you want? Oh. Do I get deep? No. Want to? Whoa. I kind of don't. There we go. But I kind of do. I mean, I went full on. Like, yeah. That was like. Because yeah, that kind of. Sharp. No, because yeah. what Nick says is kind of like, I, I don't like good days. Mm. Like sunny, cloudless days. seemed too perfect. Yes, yes. I hate it. I get a mm. lot of anxiety. Because that was, that was the day before my dad passed. Sunny. No clouds, perfect temperature. Oh, so you have that complex of like, mm. this is too good of a day. The mm-hmm. sh- other shoot has to drop at some point. Exactly. Yes. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That's how, uh, I, that is how I feel too. Okay. Yeah. yeah. It, it I'm just... having too good of a day. That means that's something bad. Equivalent exchange. There has yes. to be balance. <laughs> 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 that's balance. You your pants. Can you write that down for me? Oh, actually, I need a pen. Okay. 16. 55. That's that's right. equivalent exchange right there. <laughs> it's too good of a day. <laughs> I mean, but it, I feel like that's kind of like a normal Hispanic thing, isn't it? What? Like you can't necessarily have too good of a day because you're always fearing something else is going to happen. Oh, yeah. Right? It's because we live in fear. It's, be, it's, it, 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 it's always it's, looking over our shoulders. It's, 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 it's hereditary from, from, our, yeah, it's from, from our ancestors. Our, our indigenous ancestors. <laughs> Where they're like, oh, hi, I would like to give you these furs. Yeah. <laughs> and then you were like, oh, all right, yeah. this sounds good, but what, yeah. what what's the catch? <laughs> when you walk around, did you not look around you to see if there's anybody walking? Oh, I'm there? always paying attention yeah. to everything. Yeah. Yeah. Can I get one of the G Fuels? Because you yeah. kind of expect it. Thanks, sir. You kind of 100% expect it. Yeah. No, I, I completely get you. Oh, out. you guys are sponsored by G Fuel? I wish, oh, yeah. dude. Why is there so many? Well, we just got a case of them. This is what you lie and says we would like to. <laughs> we would like to have you sponsored by G Fuel. You know what? I thought. I thought about it. Do we want to get sponsored by an energy drink at some point? Sure. I would love to be a sponsor. That means I don't have to buy them anymore. But <laughs> that's the thing is that G Fuel is kind of a thing of the past now. Is it? Is it? Ghost, is, like, Ghost is bigger now. Ghost is bigger, but they're still underground. Gamer like Subs them. is like sponsoring a bunch no? of influencers. Monster is still relevant. Monster I mean, Z Rockstar, Laner got sponsored. Rockstar is no longer a thing. Watermelon. Anymore. 
the zero sugar watermelon mm-hmm. is chuggable. The monster one oh, yeah. uh, is chuggable. You know, the kind of like refreshing where you kind of want to <laughs> breathe while you drink. You're like... Because <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to stop the chain. Yeah, like, <laughs> that's like yeah, fat the people problems right there. there. <laughs> problem. What if yeah. we get sponsored by Red Bull, but we have to do like extreme stunts in order for it to happen? <laughs> I mean, can you, like do, can, can, can you do, do extreme stunts? God, is no. that a thing you can? Is that God, on your no, list dude. of things I can do? We do extreme stunts, but miniature. Instead of jumping off a cliff, we jump off a curb. Is it, is it, it's just your, it's just your, your, your deck. Just yeah. oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> with the tech deck, just, just go like, all right, guys, <laughs> I'm gonna attempt to jump off this coffee cup. What if it doesn't have to be physical? <laughs> what if it could be like something that happens? Like you it's know? true. Can I just punch you in the nuts and I get Red Bull? <laughs> No, it's just... Get red balls for Red Bull. <laughs> hey guys, my name is Brian. This is keeping up with the nerds. Uh-huh. We're gonna be sponsored by Red Bull. This is Nick kicking me in the balls. This is the Red Balls. <laughs> and then me and Renee get you both and just lock us in a room for like twenty four hours. Oh god, dude, that's torture, dude. <laughs> ah, why is that a video? <laughs> I, feel, I I feel like that is a video. Yeah. Just... You know what'd be a great video? Put us in an escape room. Oh my god! That actually would be a really funny. That would be video. funny. No, the horror ones. Get the ones just, where like you have to sign. Me and you know. <laughs> no, Brian doesn't. Like, Brian doesn't no, do, do well it. on those. I'll do it. He wouldn't do well. You would water and people yell at you and throw stuff. No, he wouldn't do well on those. No, I do well it. Well but you know why? <laughs> You're a bad editor. No, stop. Brian, Brian, camera works trash. I just see Brian in the corner just. No, you know why I do it because it'd be on film. How much Nick would push. Just to get people like, <laughs> yeah. like just to get people scared. Yeah. <laughs> Is that wrong? Yeah, and you're like, there you I would have been like, evidence. see the guy in the glasses. Get him, get him, get him. <laughs> get him. Which one? Know, Dude, we're yeah. all wearing glasses. <laughs> Black glasses. And they're like, get them all. <laughs> That's it. Just get them all. Oh, I like didn't fit in. I should brought my glasses. I have glasses also. There you go. Just, uh, I should have brought my. Glasses. Make sure you bring glasses, and they're black. That way, they can't differentiate. Apparently, he's not really good with detail. It's a, it's, it tastes like cotton candy. You yeah, just a you, little, did yeah. you pay for the G Fuel? Huh? Did you pay for the G Fuel? I was handed it. Okay, no, they're don't sponsored. They're oh, sponsored. that's right. That's right. They're free. Oh, no, I'm just saying. As long as you like, do an extreme stunt, being locked in a room with each other for. Can we get sponsored by Promenade? You can ask them. Oh, dude. Why not? Great. Yeah. Every week we bring a bakery. Bakery item. They're not paying us right now. Don't don't flash it at the camera. No, great people. Yeah, great 100%. people out there. Um, no, speaking about uh, stores and stuff, Noel, primetime collectibles. Let's talk about that. Yeah. Let's talk about you. Let's get to know you. What do the people want to know about you? Who is Noel? Mm, well, I'll start at the beginning. Oh, <laughs> the year one. The year one. No, uh, <laughs> so, who I am as a person is that, um, you know, I felt like I was like, kind of like a chill dude. I used to go to like, a bunch of shows and kind of have fun living life. Uh, but the week before I turned 21, that's when I got diagnosed with cancer. Mm. So that's a really big part of me of who I am mm-hmm. and why sometimes I seem a little bit more positive than usual because I'm not supposed to be, but I am. So <laughs> I kind of have to enjoy it. And then, uh, and I was like super dark and heavy, but nothing like, he- no, then, not like, you know, hold up, hold up. You. So you completely went over like the second arc of your life. You're like, <laughs> yeah, so I was a chill dude going to shows and stuff. And then arc, arc two is. Cancer. Yeah, we're going to skip over that and no, go straight no, to arc no, three. No, no, no. no. We're, I, I, I can talk about it. The reason okay. why I'm comfortable talking about it is because you never know who's going through it or mm-hmm. has a family member is going through it. Do, and do, I always tell people, like, talk you, to me. Do you mind me asking what kind of cancer was I had it? four different kinds. Oh, really? Whoa. Yeah, I had four wow. different kinds. 
what what kind? Uh, there's funny names. Only the there's a Seminole, whatever the crap that mm-hmm. I, I can't ever repronounce, and then the teratoma and mm-hmm. other ones. Where were they located? The tumors, if you had tumors. Oh, uh, I have a massive scar. It was like all over mm-hmm. my abdomen. Oh, really? Yeah, they had to take out a uh, uh, kidney uh, and all my lymph nodes from my abdomen. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's like I still have a piece of it. My my aorta valve. They can't do wow. surgery on it. Yeah, my thing for anybody who has a medical background. My tumor markers were about fifty four thousand. 56,000, mm-hmm. uh, had a resting heart rate of 188, and my blood pressure was a 290 over 240. Wow. Yeah. So, Dude. yeah, they have somebody sitting in the no room way. they were waiting for me to have a heart attack. Yeah. But so I felt fine. Modern, I, thought, yeah. I was chilling. I was like, I'm not feeling great. Yeah. It's like, bro, you're not. I was like, mm. so the one that's by your heart, is it benign or is it still? No, it's there. Sometimes it grows, sometimes it shrinks, and they don't know why. Mm-hmm. They don't even know why I'm still alive because I was supposed to make it five years after because it metastasized. Dang. I had to sign paperwork. So, whatever happens after, they'll mm-hmm. figure it out. Um, maybe it's something in my diet, lifestyle. Mm-hmm. genetics Maybe who knows positivity dude yeah to me yeah well, thank you yeah. I, to me i'm just all like yeah. look you do you guys want to figure it out you guys figure it out i'm mm-hmm. just happy to be here mm-hmm. uh you know i'm glad the universe has invited me to stay here a little bit longer uh, and i'll just enjoy it while i can uh and that kind of one of the things that kind of drives me in terms of like who i am as a person where it's kind of like the flash actually mm-hmm. helped me out a lot when i was going through chemo oh. it was a uh, blackest night we had to talk about when you oh, got the really? blue, did we got the blue ring yeah about putting one foot in front of the other and you know hope is always tomorrow like That's you just cool. keep pushing wow uh the things you do today kind of gets you there yeah or if you can't do much just put one foot in front of the other i cried i was in the hospital hey, man. and i was crying yeah. and you got the blue ring and i was like oh my god <laughs> i can do that and so i did that's great oh yeah. man that's awesome. so great Mm-hmm. It's awesome. Like I, but not like not the it's journey awesome. with yeah, the cancer. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Big people <laughs> eating little people. <laughs> no, it's just like because in reality, it's yeah. like how often do you hear stories about people going through stuff like that, right? Yeah, like a life, exactly. Like and then like oh, moments. the influences of like their positivity or like the, that energy that they get to just keep going mm-hmm. comes from like the stories they're reading mm-hmm. out here. Mm-hmm. You hear it. Right. We have a person here in front of us Mm -hmm. that people are watching or listening to right now who literally went through one of the hardest things you can ever go through life. Mm -hmm. And your attitude, I couldn't even tell that you went through it, dude. You've got such a great attitude. And you're talking about how the flash, one of the flash arcs helped you out. That's awesome. Fighting zombies. It was awesome. Yeah. Yeah, The Blackest Night. Blackest Night. That was pretty sick. Yeah. It was pretty good. That's cool. Yeah. So how so how did. You come about making primetime collectibles. Uh, right? So it was me and Jody, who you guys saw earlier, who was gifted him some awesome comics, signed mm-hmm. comics, by the way. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Jody and Gold Leaf uh, Studios. He was a tattoo yeah. artist. Yes. Um, we all had our own uh, co- like collectibles. It was me, uh, Eric Ortiz, and Gabby Aridia, uh, but they're like married. So I don't know if she has the last name or not. Sorry, Gabby. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, no, so yeah, we all have our own uh, collectible stuff, and we're like, well, mm-hmm. we just pull it together and start selling it in a retail store. Mm-hmm. So we did, and we had a lot of help from friends and family who kind of guided us and helped us along the way. We sold a lot of that stuff. We mm-hmm. bought some stuff for the store. That's how we opened up the one over yeah, here. Yeah, for the when you guys were there the whole time, I was like, I gotta go and go in there. But you guys were open the same hours yeah. we were. And I was yeah. like, I can't. So get I in would there. sneak in. I'm yeah. like, all right, time to open the store. <laughs> Yeah, just run back here. Yeah, like, yeah. I need me my human yeah. target. Where are you? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. I, did, I never finished it. Actually, I need to finish that one. Yeah, that was a good um, series. Yeah, mm-hmm. like we've talked about Tom King. Yeah, like, Tom yeah, King. That King. was one of our early mm-hmm. conversations. Um, yeah, so that's kind of one things that kind of started. We started mm-hmm. just selling it, and it became a little thing on its own. Mm-hmm. It kept growing. That space was only 500 square feet. 
um, you know, it used to be the old piano music lesson yeah, place or whatever. That, yeah. yeah, so it's been completely redone. Mm-hmm. 500 square feet is basically half the size, or is it the size of the front of Undercity? I think it's the size of the front of the size. front. Yeah. yeah, right. Yeah, that's super small. Yeah. yeah, we have players in there. There's be moments where we just had so many players that we just get all the furniture mm-hmm. with the retail product and smushed it against the wall. Yeah, and we just close the shop. We're like, mm-hmm. we can't have anybody here. Just close it up. Yeah. Um, which then led us to the second location here on Comstock. Yeah. Uh, it's two times the size for the same price. Common no brainer. So, that's awesome. Yeah. yeah. So we were able to do that, and that used to be a jujitsu. Uh, place hmm. we got rid of the dirty old carpet mm-hmm. uh very gross uh repainted everything our biggest thing for the store is we want to be a safe inviting places i know you've talked about this renee's talked about this tcg players being toxic and terrible so people. yeah um, i think it was the times and then the location for me because what you do what i i give you props is that you set the ground rules you're like hey we're gonna cut the bs here you guys got to stay cool. You got to keep calm and collected. Get toxic, get out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Us, it was more of like, hey, we're doing tournaments. And it was basically anyone can come in and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. And there would be, obviously, there was like foul language happening, stuff like that. People taking advantage of other people when it came to trading and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And just bringing in the wrong crowd of people as mm-hmm. well, too. So yeah. we, I had to deal with that on the date. Yeah. So we don't, we, yeah. our thing is we, it's a, oh, it's a safe place. It's yeah. an inviting place. It's a, it's a safe place to be a dweeb. That's kind of a support yeah. your local dweeb. That's mm-hmm. kind of what we do. And we want to keep pushing that. We mm-hmm. get people who have Asperger's, autism, mm-hmm. um, or they have, you know, interpersonal skill issues and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. we work with that to help them, not just help them, but create a space where they can come in. We have new players that mm-hmm. never play TCG player mm-hmm. at all. That would literally like bump heads with anybody yeah. they play with. But because of the dynamic of the store and the people that are there, people that I absolutely love, I would have never have met them if it wasn't mm-hmm. for the store. Um, that spend arguably 10 to 12 hours a day there. Yeah. Uh, kind of like, eh, it's cool. Take a breather. Yeah. You're new to the game, we'll mm-hmm. kind of work with it and then just That's build great. that yeah. positive, constructive. The thing was for me, when we always get new players in, it would always be very, you feel very alone. Yeah. You, they would come in and they would just kind of sit there and watch the tournament happening and stuff like that. Nine times out of 10, no one would ever come up to the person and be like, hey, you want to play a game? No, it's always like, hey, what do you have? What do you do this? What do you, do? <laughs> what do you run? Mm-hmm. And it would be kind of very, you know, especially with Yu-Gi-Oh players, it would, they would be very critical on what they would run and yeah. stuff like that. That's yeah, putting yeah. it nicely. That's yeah. the thing. Magic yeah. players but, are the same way. Yeah, <laughs> but the store kind of gravitates these kind of people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So there's a community that I'm working with called Stacks Gaming. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we try to do one Yu-Gi-Oh! and one, uh, one Piece tournament a month. Mm-hmm. And the whole point is for new and returning players. So we try to run a tournament every Monday. Mm-hmm for these kind of groups and that that's the rule it's kind of like every you know we have new mm-hmm. players people walk away doing synchros doing pendulums i walk away doing pendulums mm-hmm. people don't some people don't even understand link summoning but they yeah. want to get back into the game yeah um which is crazy because you actually have like mats here the 5d so, ones yeah, the 5D <laughs> yeah. ones. Uh, that they want to get back into the game and imagine you're you're like i haven't played in like five years i want to see what's going on and then people mm-hmm. just tapping your you can't do that yeah no, that's that no, oh, they're like, helping them along. No, they're helping them yeah. along and saying like, "Oh, you should try this deck." And, and it's really be, nice when they open up their binder and they're mm-hmm. just like, "Here, you know what? Take the card, bro." And that try to be condescending. Yeah. yeah, and so the stacks yeah. gaming, they actually mm-hmm. are perfect. Like they are pros. They do go to regionals and they do play. Yeah. 
but they hated the toxic environment. So mm -hmm. they actually built their own community where they started playing in parks and then started playing in people's houses. And then mm -hmm. the whole point is to be positive, constructive. Mm -hmm. That's like, brilliant. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. then from there, they had a home uh, nearby, but that place moved to San Bernardino. Mm -hmm. um, and then they reached out to me mm -hmm. and I was like, sure, let's run it. I was like, this is exactly the same vibe and the same ideology that we have at yeah. the store that works with them. So for the mini convention that we're trying to have at uh, Whittier uh, College. Comic Fest, yeah. No, no, not that oh, one. Oh, same day. Oh, is it? Bitmap. Oh, okay. Yeah, same yeah, day. Yeah. But, yeah. but, but uh, we're going to have be at the Whittier College. So we're not oh, going to yeah. do a lot of comics. Mm -hmm. They're going to do that. We're going to be handling TCG some arts. And this, oh, we have a regional Smash tournament. Actually. Oh. So, yeah, so we're going to be right. on that side. So Uptown Whittier and, and the surrounding area is going to be dweebed out. It's going to be really nerdy that's Saturday. It's going to be super Dude, nerdy that Saturday. Saturday. <laughs> yeah. If you want to make yeah. money, this is the time mm -hmm. to pop up and sell deodorant. Because we're going to kill it. <laughs> yeah. No, so I mentioned it on the Monday issue. Because yeah. we had uh, Eric, who was the promoter mm -hmm. of Comic Fest. Yeah, uh, yeah. really cool issue, guy. 172.5. Mm -hmm. And we were talking about how Comic Fest is happening in, up in the community center. Mm -hmm. You guys are hosting Bitmap in Whittier College. Mm -hmm. That's two blocks up from there. Mm -hmm. And then two blocks down is Uptown Whittier. Mm -hmm. So if you guys are around the area, mm -hmm. it's literally walking it's distance. Time. So if you guys are saying, oh, but everything's so spaced out. No, dude. If you're walking around LA, if you do LA walks, if mm -hmm. you do Laguna Beach walks, whatever it is, it's yeah. the same distance. It's smaller and it's safer because it's Whittier. Well, also, yeah. if you do con walks in general, it's pretty much the same thing as going from East Hall to the West Hall. Yeah. It's the same. It's, it's <laughs> about the same yeah. distance. <laughs> yeah, just like in sync on that. Yeah. Yeah. It's the same distance if you were to go yeah, from really one is. hall to yeah. the other hall. Yeah. I will say I did have a, a weird experience yesterday when I talked to you mm -hmm. that I haven't had in a really long time with TCG players, which is go into a shop, meet someone, and have them be super positive about it. It was Zach. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So because I'm 100%. And that was such a weird experience for me because I'm like, I haven't had this positive experience in like forever. Because mm -hmm. usually when you get into it, it's like, oh, yeah, there's so much this and that and all this and stuff. It's like, dude, hold up a second. Don't give me an encyclopedia full of stuff. Granted, I kind of already know Pokemon TCG mm -hmm, a little bit, mm -hmm, but with, uh, what is it called right now? Paradox Rift, mm -hmm, the new mm -hmm. set that's coming out. I'm like, oh yeah, I've been trying to build a Maridon deck. And he knew exactly what it was. I didn't know he went to regionals, apparently. He's, yeah. a, he's yeah, a It was player. his first regionals that he went to and he got the mat. He was stoked on life. He usually has really long hair. Uh -huh. He cut it just for regionals. It's um, a big deal. Yeah, he actually works at GameStop. Uh -huh. But he's a regular, he goes and walks and he like stops by the store and he always feels me you know, on the meta for Pokemon. He's like, big pokemon fanatic mm -hmm. yeah and nice guy. that was cool and like i he knew like what i was talking about he comes up to me afterwards he's just like oh yeah you should be getting paradox rift like don't rush it just kind of let it out because mm -hmm. they're still trying to figure out the meta mm -hmm. but uh the deck you're working on will work with this new card in paradox rift mm -hmm. and he shows me iron hands mm -hmm. and i'm like oh shoot that like actually i almost cussed now but i didn't <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh but i was like that actually like would be brilliant mm -hmm. and again never had that experience since i was like in college yeah, that's very positive. Yeah. That's what I like about the store. It kind of gravitates those kind of people. Yeah. You know? And I always tell people when they jump into it, I'm like, look, as long as you respect each other's space and understand that we get all kinds of maybe gender identities mm -hmm. or autism or any kind of spectrum, uh, it's a safe place, an inviting place. And sometimes I do have to toe the line as an owner. I yeah. have to toe the line. Uh, Jody's much better. My business partner, he's much better at that. Of being a little stern. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you know, because sometimes I'm just like, oh, man, I hate doing this. He's like, nah, I don't mind. Don't worry about it. Hey. <laughs> yeah. If you don't like, if yeah. do it. If you don't like it, you can leave. No, but that's I've seen how you have Stern. That's how yeah. when I was first running tournaments, I was a little kind of like not shy, but like yeah. kind of like, oh, I mean, I gotta cut him some slack. But yeah. if it kept happening, the owners would tell me, no, you got to be stern with like, especially with the at the time, it was the Yu-Gi-Oh players that were very. Mm -hmm. 
if you if you didn't keep a close eye on them, they would kind of like take advantage of a lot of people and stuff like that, and not be honest yeah. and stuff. So I had to kind of be a little more stern with certain Yu-Gi-Oh players that I had to be with and stuff. Like that. Well, there's, there's definitely some cheating in Yu-Gi-Oh. It's pretty. It's, I think I feel like it's easier to cheat. Well, because and, it's so fast-paced. Yeah. Well, and a lot of a lot of TCG is kind of like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No. And, oh, but I wonder. I have a question for you. What? And for all three of you What's guys. Up? Do you ever wonder what fuels Hollywood, like in terms of like personality, like archetypes? Like, do say you're entering TCG space, mm-hmm. right? And it's, it's canonically or like just known to be a situation where uh, it's kind of the 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 left people that are left out the leftovers people that don't really fit in but that have a space there that they can play and play with their friends and it's a card game that they all enjoy yeah. right. but suddenly they, they start acting like jocks but what what feeds the narrative of the jock is it tv that teaches them movies that tells people uh, if you start doing well you should yeah. start behaving this way and start acting this or or is it is it media what Hollywood that seed definitely yeah, yeah. that tells you if you're gonna be starting yeah. well here, this is how you should behave. Mm-hmm. Like what or is it or is it the people that like instinctually we as humans start behaving this way? <clears throat> I think it's that a, Hollywood sees it and says, Oh, I'll represent them in media. I think it's a mixture of both because I had to deal with uh with so that that goes into magic players. Mm-hmm. We had certain magic players that were consider themselves like the a-list in the tournaments <laughs> like you, that's the thing like there yeah, was like five thing. or six like players that you knew they were gonna go all the way through into into the tournament and stuff because of either what they run or how they run mm-hmm. it and stuff like that then you had like the the people that were like the c-list the b-listers in the tournament where it's like they don't have no, it's yeah. a, and yeah. it happens. They'll, they'll, they'll win. They'll win every they'll so win. often, but they're yeah. not gonna. They're not gonna make it all the way to no, the end. Yeah. Oh, no, that's the finals. So I think it's to 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 be honest and to answer that question, I think it's a mixture of both the human condition, but then mm-hmm. also just how the media presents mm-hmm. it as well too. I also feel, but I feel like it's something that's learned yeah. as well because I know from just personal experience. I know that when, like, when I was in high school, mm-hmm. we, we had no, it was just a bunch of dudes because mm-hmm. I went to an all guys high, yeah. uh, school and everybody played Yu Gi Oh! Everybody mm-hmm. played Magic. Everybody played Pokemon. And no one really judged them. Like, no one, like, there was no, like, even the jocks were playing with the, mm-hmm. which are with the, with the band nerds and the band nerds were playing with the debaters and everything yeah. else. So everybody was kind of playing together. And then not only that, but also we were helping each other out. So it was one of those things of, oh, I built a blue eyes deck. Oh, dude. This new card is coming out. Let's do this. And it was very much that whole like uplifting. We're all going to try and like trade and help each other out and everything else. And that's kind of how that was. And even now, later on, when we talk about nerdy stuff, <clears throat> we're all super like hyped about it. Even board mm-hmm. games. Mm-hmm. Like all of those people, all the people that I know from high school, all of them love board games. It's one of those things of if I say, hey, man, I got a brand new board game. Dude, when are we playing it? Like I need to come over and play it. Yeah, like, that happens at the store. People like strangers will walk in to talk to other strangers. Like, you yeah. want to play this game with me? Mm-hmm. It's the cutest thing ever. <laughs> <laughs> cutest thing ever. It's adorable. But, yeah. but and that and that's a, and that's a, a, a awesome feeling because sometimes you don't have that community right away. Mm-hmm. You have to be able to build it. It's interesting. And honestly, board board games is a weird mix mm-hmm. because not everybody likes board games. Board games are kind of hard to kind of sell. A board game person. Yeah, mm-hmm. board game person. Board games are hard to sell sometimes. It's a small pieces. No, it's just I don't like playing with people. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's a he's a single player person. Yeah. yeah. What about you, Brian? What are your thoughts on the whole like is it learned or is it community based? Yeah. It's interesting because like for me, I don't really 
I don't know, because I feel like behavior is just kind of learned from the environment you're in, you know, because for me, I think you've mentioned this as well, where you said that your dad kind of like sat you down whenever you guys watch like movies that, you know, kids weren't supposed to watch. Mm-hmm. And it was this idea of like, oh, what you're seeing here is completely fake. This isn't real. Right. Mm-hmm. So like I grew up, I'll give you an example. Like my wife and I are in two different spectrums when it comes to movies. So when she grew up, she watched a lot of like family adventure movies. So like she's seen uh, Forrest Gump. Uh, what is it? Uh, Forrest Gump, The Goonies, like uh, Breakfast Club, like all those like movies, right? Mm-hmm. I've never seen any of them until recently because John Hughes. huh? She, she watched a lot of John Hughes. Huh? Yeah. Like, so for me, I grew up on like RoboCop, Scarface. Uh, I grew up on Alien, Predator, like all those action movies. But my dad would sit me down afterwards and be like, you know, this is fake. Like none of this is real. So you have to understand that. But because he showed me those things, I have a massive, massive love for action movies, for sci-fi. That is my thing, mm-hmm. right? The toughest part, and this is where what I grew up with kind of like bleeds into how I am as a person. Growing up, I had a tough time figuring out how to act and who I was because I was so different than everyone else around me. So we've talked about this whenever I've gone to the to primetime, how because I'm Juan Amalin, I used to be made fun of a lot as a as a kid in elementary school. Same. I was the, oh, you're you're a Mexican. No, I'm not Mexican. I'm Juan Amalin. No, you're a Mexican. You're just adopted by it because Guatemala doesn't exist. For you guys that don't know, Central American gang gang. Family's Nicaraguan, bro. Gang gang. There you go. So plantains all day, baby. <laughs> plantains all day, baby. We don't talk about plantains, dude. That causes war. Remember? Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Don't don't mention uh, it. Uh, I love to eat it. Yeah. <laughs> so does my dog. Yeah. There you go. Is it good for dogs? I didn't ask. <laughs> I should double check that. Usually I I'm, like, really, I'm like, yeah. hey, I was like, what the heck? No, I would, he was, I was all like, just cooking him, frying him up. And I was like, mini aquí. Okay, there you yeah. go. Oh, come on. Oh, my gosh, dude. A little bit of sour cream, a little bit of sugar on top. Oh, no, not sour cream, crema, dude. Crema. Salvadorian crema is top tier. Yeah. 100%. The little bottle with the juice Yeah. But I had a hard time figuring out how to act into who I was. So, Friends, the show Friends actually helped me with that because Matthew Perry's Chandler was the RIP. He was the guy that helped me understand how to kind of move forward with certain things because he was always the down on, you know, down on his luck guy, the people that always made fun of him and everything. And the line that always gets me is whenever he has to introduce himself, he's like, Oh, I'm the guy that makes jokes when things are uncomfortable. And I'm like, Oh, oh yeah. Okay. I can relate to that. Mm-hmm. And so that kind of helped me through mm-hmm. a lot of different things. And you can go into that with like, as you grow into adulthood too, mm-hmm. based on the people that you surround yourself with, that's kind of how people behave, you know, when, <laughs> Because of Renee and Nick, mm-hmm. I get to be the nerdy person that I am. Mm-hmm. In high school, my senior year, I wasn't like that because my ex suppressed a lot of that stuff. She pushed Nick. a lot of that stuff. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, she did. I, I wasn't, you know, it wasn't that she didn't allow me to do any of the stuff that I'm doing now. It was that she just didn't care for it. So there was no reason to do it. Yeah. And then when I started dating Andy, mm-hmm. she was very open to it. She was into Doctor Who. She watched all the MCU mm-hmm. movies with me. She got the stuff. I think when we, didn't we, was it us that we went to go watch uh, Age of Ultron together? No, I saw it with another group of people. Okay, so damn, you wrong guy, him? Huh? You just wrong guy, him? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Dude, yeah. we've known each other. We've known each we, other for ten years. It was yeah. the other Renee. It was the other right? It was another chubby <laughs> Mexican dude, yeah, with glasses. Uh, but named she walked in in Southern California. <laughs> <laughs> that was also named Renee. Yeah, <laughs> but she walked out of that movie and she's like, "Oh yeah, I noticed that little love connection between Wanda and Vision." And I never said any of that stuff to her, mm-hmm. but she got it. Yeah. So yeah, it's pretty blatant. 
I didn't pick it up until afterwards. <laughs> no. But <laughs> so many people missed that. Ray Charles could have seen that. <laughs> You'd be surprised. Some yeah. people didn't pick up on it no, in, in that yeah. in when that movie released, no yeah. one really picked up on it until <laughs> afterwards. Imagine that way Vision picks up Wanda and they're just looking at each other like no, he's gonna have in there. <laughs> <laughs> I know. He's, he's holding her, and like she's like, "Oh, vision." She's like, oh my god. Vision. And then it's like, "Um, they're good friends." Yeah. Oh yeah, no. Platonic friends. <laughs> Platonic. Vision puts Wanda down. Right? Oh, okay, we're just friends. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just, 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 just hit, hit her in the butt. Good game. <laughs> yeah, like, like for real. Yeah, like, yeah. What? Like that's what. I'm like. Yeah. <laughs> done <laughs> no, i yeah. guess because like to go off of what you're saying i i was the same way i wasn't always as like openly talkative how i am now in high school i was very shy yeah. i was never i was very closeted of like especially how nerdy i was as well too yeah. i was never very open as well was, so. was i the only one that was out of the closet of being nerdy because you went yeah. to an all guy school that was a little more open than that yeah. like i because for my it was high very school, easy to come out of the closet yeah. <laughs> I, I was in the, the conversation all over the place <laughs> So yeah. actually, I kind of well, sorry because like, go for it in junior high. I I junior high through high school, I was always with the Hispanic cholo crowd. So I, had, uh, I wore like did you did plan- you wear flannel? No, did I you wear flannel? Wore the Pendleton, I, bro. I wore I wore like the plain shirts, gray shirts sometimes. Was it the G- with like shirts? the dicky shorts? The yeah, oh, the he wasn't shirts. Renee. He was Dude, Ray Ray. Yeah. I was like, hey, what's hey, up, fool? Oh, that's why you can do that voice so well. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Back when champion hoodies were cheap. Yeah, right. Yeah, Reeboks. And, um, so then, not until I got into high school, I started wearing like graphic tees more and more and stuff like yeah. that. Mm. Dude. The one that got more recognition was a shirt that I wore that says "Fried is a food group," and like, oh, everyone was liking that. I was like, oh, cool. So I guess, I guess this is a thing. I'll wear a graphic shirt. Yeah. Now I, now I get the Converse and high socks. I yeah. Get it now. <laughs> <laughs> so, but uh. Yeah, that's the thing. So I was always, I was, I wasn't always like this. So until I, I think it was after my last relationship, I became more and more. Mm-hmm. That it was a hard breakup for me. Like that, yeah. it's always funny how like a breakup can really like make you open up as a person as yeah. well too. It make you kind of really think like, wow, yeah. It okay. defines you. Yeah. After you yeah. kind of look back at you all like, I wouldn't be who I am. It wasn't for you. Yeah. That's the good stuff. Yeah. The bad stuff. <laughs> no, I, the shadow comes over your face. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, that's the thing I'm though. Not is the same I, person I was. I remember, <laughs> I remember being in school and like, we would have these little debates or like these like, like these like silly questions of yeah. like, oh, Man, a Batman got an Iron Man suit. So you think he'd you think he'd wreck the Justice League? And, then, <laughs> and just be like, yeah. yeah, dude, like of course. Yeah. And we would have these really dumb debates. Mm. And then it would get heated. Like just 15 dudes yelling on either side of the of the lunch table is just yeah. going like, no, man, you're dumb. You're dumb. Get out, go, leave. No, I don't want to talk. I feel like if Nick's life was an anime, this is a continuing anime. You're like the one piece anime where like you have multiple arcs, but it's just like continuation. You're on episode like 2000 something. Mm-hmm. And Renee and I have like three different anime like arcs. Arcs, yeah. yeah. With different shows. Yeah. Different yeah. <laughs> Well, yeah, because like Dude, my, life's remember, a, my life's been a slice of life. <laughs> to, to go off of like the nerdy talk, I remember a freshman, like as as a freshman, I uh, you know the Iron Man movie came out, and when I started my freshman year in high school, everyone's like, "Oh yeah, Iron Man was good." And like, who is that? Uh, Nick Fury? Who is that guy? And I'm like, "Oh yeah, that was Nick Fury. He's he's the one that started the Avengers. He's also the headquarters. He's yeah. also the 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 guy that's in charge of Shield." They're like, "Okay, whatever, Renee," and stuff like that. And it just that then, was it. then it became cool. Yeah, so, then it became cool. Actually, yeah. funny thing about that is because yeah. Andy and I were having a. Uh, conversation about this yesterday. Do you guys yesterday. Need a hug later? Like, what? Do you guys need like a hug? No, no, no. Yeah. This is interesting. Okay. So, 
You want a hug? No, do you guys need a hug? You don't, like, he doesn't need a hug. Look at his life, dude. He went to an all-boys school. They were debating about Iron Man and Batman. That was great. Life was great for him. So great. Renee and I were the, we're Dead Parents Club, dude. <laughs> oh, yeah. We were arguing about like that, and then like we were hitting each other in the nuts afterwards. <laughs> it was great. That's, that's like, how it's supposed to go. Yeah, that's how it's supposed to go. Yeah. When you, what? <laughs> I can imagine just like you going up to your friend, that a parent that's died, like, yo, so how's your mom? He doesn't like flapping the nuts. Oh, like, oh. Like, dude. Actually, that that did happen. Trigger. So, trigger. <laughs> Being, everybody's being triggered. Everybody <laughs> relax. We're just nobody's hitting anybody yeah. in the nuts. Nah, but I think my mom's prepping me for my death, dude. What? Oh, you ready? You ready what for this? Pivot. Right. Dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yo, yo. Forty-five hit. minutes in, and we're already hit, talking hit, about hit death. Hit the Frasier intro, baby. Let's. Right. <laughs> so my mom's prepping me for my death. Why? So here's the thing. So my nephew. Does she plan he, that you're gonna die before? Oh her? no 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 no. So my oh, nephew. Yeah. He, uh, my mom started gifting him a bunch of Spider-Man stuff. Like mm-hmm. apparently his favorite superhero is Spider-Man now, mm-hmm. right? But the thing is this. Oh God, your Uncle Ben. Oh God, <laughs> that's it. So that you was gotta it. explain yeah. it. No, that's oh, it. Oh my God, that's yeah. it. Mm-hmm. So and uh, and and, <laughs> and I told my I sat my sister down because he's yeah. also half black. So mm-hmm. he was I, was I was telling my sister I'm like you do realize that like you either Uncle Ben or Uncle Aaron. There yeah, you uh, go. I was, yeah. about, I, I was just waiting for him to get there. Yeah, yeah that was it. And then yeah. my my sister's like yeah, and I'm like, Pfft. and I told my mom the same thing. She's like, well that sucks. And I'm like, well thanks mom. Wow. <laughs> And I'm like, all right, yeah. sure. So I'm getting Uncle Bender or, or Uncle Aaron. Bender, Aaron. Uncle yeah. Okay. Yeah. My brother's calling me. Oh, uh, no. Did we lose a pause? feed? No. No, okay, cool. Are we sure? Yeah. yeah exactly. Is it choppy? We'll have to find out later. Because Noel cam, dude. No, it's fine. Okay. Right, so if there's no Noel cam. Do you want to pause it? And... No, it's fine. Okay. It's, all right. All right. It's we it's we trust Nick. We trust Nick. And Nick, we trust. So I got something. You guys got me thinking. So. Um. All the stuff that you guys are talking about, these experiences, uh-huh. like whether they happen, right? Yeah. So, um, I was on. Put it on. Do not disturb on your watch. Yeah. Is he? Is he really? Is he really? Put it on. Do not disturb on your watch. Call me future. I told him this probably before mm-hmm. we're shooting. I was like, put it on. Do not disturb. Call me again, no. dude. But it's, it's what is so important. Do you need to step out? Maybe it's no. a conversation we're having. Maybe something bad happened. Say, should we, should no, we no, no, go, take go. a moment? You want to pause? Yo, no, no, no. Go, go, go. Just check it out on your family. No, no, no It's 40. Sure we, have, okay. we have 30 minutes. We're yeah, fine. that's fine. We what, can. What if you have an Uncle Ben? You know what I mean? What if you have an Uncle Ben? Dude, he gets his dark art, yeah. dude. Yes, dude. When the slice of life ends. Yeah. Dude, what, what what did we just tell him right now? Is there an important line that he has to yeah. like live by now? Mm-hmm. Was there anything important we just said to Nick right now? Mm-hmm. You, you gotta run back. You gotta run someone, back. Someone yeah. think of an inspirational quote to give him real quick. <laughs> Something memorable. Something memorable. <laughs> you're, putting, you're putting him on the we're putting you're putting us all on the spot. Exactly. Yeah, it's, dude, I got one. I got it's big man eating little man. <laughs> there it is. There isn't anything you can do that hasn't been done already, so don't even try. That is because then I mean you can do anything. Jesus, let me slip my wrist now. You know? <laughs> no, you can do whatever nothing, you want. Nothing I do matters. No, <laughs> it'll matter to you because everybody's done it before. Who cares? Do whatever you want. Is he still calling you? I'm sure, but I put it on to do it. Disturb. Okay. He called. He called again before. If I you need us to pause, we'll pause. In yeah. all seriousness, okay. I mean, he didn't send a text, which is weird. I don't know why he called me five times because it's weird. My See, brother, this is happening. No, okay. <laughs> my brother, no. Because here's my thing, though. My, my, my brother doesn't text. He calls. And then when you ignore his phone call, he just continues to keep on spamming you. And then when you pick up the phone, he then goes, hey, I want to know if you want me to go to the movies tonight. <laughs> and then you're like, dude, That's you called me like nine times in a row. Yeah. And he's like, because I'm buying the tickets right now, dude. Like, pick up the phone. 
Oh my gosh. That's how my brother is. Well, yeah. you know, okay. while Nick has his whole, you yeah. know, crisis and dark arc developing, what were, yeah. what were we going to ask? So, yeah. all these things happen to places, right? Um, I still have access to the J store. Um, thanks to a buddy of mine, JC. And I was reading a uh, journal, uh, a little study about the third space. Have you guys ever heard of a third space? No. What is a third space? Um, it's like the fourth dimension? No, no, no. So, if you look at sitcoms, you say use Friends, for example. Um, there's usually three places that you see them. You see them at work, mm-hmm. you see oh. them at home, but what's the third space in France? Uh, the coffee shop, Monica's, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's the coffee it's shop, coffee Monica's shop. apartment, yeah. and Joey and Chandler's. No, all those, all those other homes, but the third, you have work, home, and the third space. Oh. So somebody did a study regarding bridge clubs. Mm-hmm. Uh, the previous generation used to go have places have bridge. Mm-hmm. Some places would just be places that you have cigars, smoke, and play bridge, play poker, whatever. This is the third space. This is a space outside of those two lo- main locations that you visit. The current, our generation, their third space, are TCG spots, collectible stores where you can sit down, hang yeah. out, decompress. You get out of work. Is it's the coffee shop that we have now. A lot of coffee shops we have now, they're kind of you pop in, you get your what you need to do, and you leave, and you call it a day. Nobody really hangs out now. Nobody really hangs out on them. There's a couple that I know that I can hang out with them and kind of hang like have fun, but then it gets really packed and I feel like I can't really be there more than thirty yeah. minutes. Yeah. Um, so they did a study about their spaces and the collectible stores, mm-hmm. and then how TCG and like LGS's uh, local game stores do that. Board games have a space you can rent out and do stuff. It is the third space. So I feel like you're hitting it kind of on like on the nail. It doesn't matter who you are, where you come from. We all need that third space. You can be a jock. You can be the nerdy kid. You can be the shutout. You can be the chess team. Anybody. Anybody can play these games and be into it. But they need that third space. And I feel sometimes a lot of uh, locations uh, within my community as like an owner don't really provide that third space where they allow toxic players to kind of, Mm -hmm. you know, poison the well when it comes to these third spaces mm-hmm. where you can get anybody who kind of comes in um and it kind of answers the question is like does hollywood uh, influence us or do we influence hollywood i feel like that's too binary it is mm-hmm. a spectrum in the third space we kind of all fit yeah. in there yeah it doesn't it doesn't matter where you come from you can you can hang out at the store and have a blast you've had conversations yeah. with other people oh yeah and no issues no issues at all well, even well, though you at, don't like playing look, with people look at, you, can totally, look at, you can totally hang I out still there. Talk to people. look at yeah. like um joe magnanello where he opened up a space for people who wanted to play Dungeons and Dragons. Mm-hmm. And it was a lot, and it turned, it went from him being, him and like four of his like actor friends to a 15 person like game mm-hmm. where it has like the writers from Game of Thrones, it has Vince Vaughn, Big Show, it has like all these major celebrities. Mm-hmm. And, and they, and it's a weekly thing. They all weekly are there or they're on Skype or uh, was it on Zoom? They're all there, ready to play, and they all and everything else. But it's one of those things of Joe was into it. Mm-hmm. He wanted to play D and D. He wanted to get back into it because he's always loved D and D since he was a kid. And he started inviting his friends, and his friends wanted to play. And that's what it turns into. That's that became their space. Yeah, it's, th- it's a it's the third space. So in, anybody like who's listening, yeah. think about what that third space is to you, mm-hmm. and how you can nurture it. Even if it's not, even if even if it's a place you go to, if it's your LGS, your collectible, the coffee shop, your friend's house, you're gonna play D and D with the homies. Mm-hmm. That's your third space. Like, how do you nurture it? How is it being nurtured? Um, and like, how do we stop people from having like experiences that you've had where yeah. people are just being total, yeah, yeah, completely bad. Imagine you get out of work, you're going to go play. You haven't played. You're going to, while you come in, this guy is just tapping, touching, flipping your cards or doing my favorite thing when it comes to TCG players. The, mm-hmm. Oh, the, mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. Is that and a it, common thing? It is a common thing because usually when you do something competitively, yeah. is there a response? Yeah. 
Yeah. You know, it's like it's just, it, but people don't say no, no response. Now is that okay? Now my question is when now you say something like that, is that mm-hmm, like is it acknowledgement of a move what they're doing like an, a move that's either they know they can't stop or was it is an acknowledgement of a mistake and they're not saying out loud. It's the first one. So the first, okay. it's, it's the, it's the, I have nothing to stop it, but it's a passive aggressive response. Yeah. Man. Okay. But there's, there's also another quip that I didn't bring up. Mm-hmm. It's not just a, mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's a, I'll allow it. Oh, oh yeah. That's the part that always, I'll be playing with something. Yeah. I'll allow it. I'm not. I mean, I'm not, I used to do that. Yeah, I'm you, glad. I'm glad you, I can have your permission to do that. Yeah, I used to do that. Really? Yeah, he used to do it with me. You used to do it. Yeah, I got a lot. No, that's fine. That's good. Go, go when for when it. we no, were good. when we were had a, a, had a small a... club in Pioneer when we used to work together, uh, we <laughs> I go, would do I, I, Yu-Gi-Oh I tournaments and stuff. And so yeah, so Nick, whenever because I was I was really into trying to build a, a red eyes deck mm-hmm. and so like nick would help me out and the occasional student would be like oh yeah this card this card would work i, I try but to then, pull it apart or try to like add cards yeah from what i had but the thing was whenever we would competitively play because we would do tournaments like small little tournaments but, that but, the school would allow but the thing was that because we were both in charge everybody would surround the table mm-hmm. and like all the kids would be like just watching just going like dude this is gonna be this is gonna be sick because they would play us and they would always lose mm-hmm so now it's like, oh, the two people that we always lose against, they're going up against each other. So how is this going to play out? So it was always very hyped. Yeah, It was always very hyped and it was great. And so it got to the point where Nick and I, and I got annoyed of it because he would just be like, <laughs> yeah, no, because I was always- you never won. Yeah. yeah I, mean, I never did. But it was like, it was fine. Like I would be fine with that. But then it was like, I would do something else and he'd be like, mm-hmm. yeah. And then the snarky- I'll allow it. I'll allow it. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, dude. Uh, but I, because uh, in my head, I'm thinking he's play, he's doing exactly what I thought he was going to do. So in my head, I was kind of like, okay, cool. And I have cards to stop whatever is coming next, mm-hmm. but I'm waiting for him to get down the line oh my to God. then summon something And then big. the occasional of like when he knew something was coming without even saying it. No. You <laughs> um, didn't even explain it, right? He'd just no. be like, no. No. No, I'd be like, okay. all right, well, I, I I, wouldn't say no. I would just be like, I'd be like, mm, I don't think so. So do you and remember, I, would flip uh, it. I don't know if you're familiar with the card. Uh, do you do this? No. No. This? They're all like, no. They're just like, they're like, bing. Like, okay, but what, what, what happened? No, happened? Nick was good at <laughs> never touching, Nick was good at never touching other people's cards. No, I, I but, would only, I, the only way, the only reason I would, I would touch people's cards if they were trying, if we were trying to figure out which effects affected. Yeah. yeah. Where, where like, it was like, I flipped this, you flipped that, I flipped this, you flipped no, that. No, I mean the, the pointing of your own cards at somebody no, else. No, that, that's just, rude as hell. Yeah. They'd, they'd be all like, I'll take that one out. Just like, bing, and then just. No, I usually just go like, oh, I'll take, oh, yeah, I'll take like, that one yeah, out. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'll take that, that. I'll yeah, take that. Yeah, yeah that. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, Which but, I always find funny. I, but it's just one of those things I notice that kind of like, after a while, I'm just like, stop. I think it's a gratification from yeah. like watching the show because like, you know, you can't have the yeah. actual monsters come to life and it's like, <laughs> attack his blue eyes. Yeah. But like, I mean like, <laughs> God, you just take out the cart. <laughs> well, because not only that, but also for a while, for a, for a while there, I, 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 had a, I had like a really solid troll deck. Where it was just, it, all it was meant to do is just defend. That's all it was meant to do. And it was meant to just rip you apart. It was meant to drive you nuts and just go like, oh my God. Like, do you remember the, uh, there's a trap card that it, it was, it's, it's, uh, it's the, the image of it is three jars on top of each other. And the effect was if you can only activate the trap card when your opponent, um, I don't know if it was you activated a spell card um, and it would lock down 
two oh yeah two cards <laughs> on their side this is a Yu-Gi-Oh card? It was yeah. a Yu-Gi-Oh card. So essentially, like, this would be my trap card here, mm-hmm. right? He uh, he puts two cards him. face down. Mm-hmm. I would then activate the trap card, and, would and it, it would lock those two. Those That was my card. That mm-hmm. was my card. The way Nick went around it, and it really annoyed me, was he would discard the two cards that were face down, mm-hmm. but because they weren't destroyed, or this card was, or these were basically discarded, destroyed, or whatever, or exiled, it would, this card would still be in play. Because it never got destroyed, so because I could the, never get rid of the, it. On the card, the wording on the card says that those that in order to destroy these, in order to specifically destroy these cards, that has to do it. But if you, but you can then fold them with other card effects to get them off them, mm. because they're not being, because mm. they're not being destroyed, they're being so, tributed. Yeah, you be, you would link away. Yeah, yeah. And then they would, and then his card would be stuck there because it did, <laughs> it wasn't able to fizzle. So it would be like, oh well, your spot is now. Yeah, yeah, I just take it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, but also I would then go ahead and go, okay, cool. I'm going to, he would summon all these monsters and he'd be like, all right, cool. I got a full board. And I'd be like, okay, if you, cool. If you're interested in getting back at the card games, I would recommend One Piece is really good right now. And yeah. it's Digimon is phenomenal. And it's super cheap. You've to explained get it to. Digimon to me and I'm like, I don't, Di- I, I want to, but I can't afford the, it. Uh, yeah, they sent the distributor sent me some free uh, uh, Star decks. You want some? Yeah, yeah I do. It's, it's for, the, for the release of the new movie. Oh, so yeah, it's a, yeah, it's yeah. a Devimon. Oh, yeah. oh cool. sweet. Uh, yeah, I, I want to do that one. I also want to do the Dragon Ball Z one, like because that's, the, that's a really niche community. I know it is, yeah. but it, uh, have you seen? I I I saw it and I really love the arts. Like have the you, arts on those cards yeah, are, super, are they're, super dope. They're have super you seen dope. gameplay yeah. for the Digimon uh, card game? Card game? No, it's interesting. Is it? It's very the way you explained it. It was like um, it, it relies a lot on how much of a jerk you want to be. Then if you are, you get punished for it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so, so like in Magic, there's a mana pool that your resources that yeah. you have to build. Yeah. In Digimon, it's a shared resource. Oh. So it's a memory that goes 10 one way and 10 the other way. So mm-hmm. The second you use your memory and you cross that line to your mm-hmm. opponent, your turn's over. That's it. Hmm. But say, for example, I want to do all these things. Yeah. So I use so much memory, I give you five or six, mm-hmm. right? That's your memory to use. So yeah. the more I do, the more resources I create for you. Mm-hmm. And the more you do, like the more of a jerk you want to be, mm-hmm. it's gonna now gonna give me more resources. It's a shared thing. So it like, kinda to... like it kind of sounds like Vanguard a little bit. Like a little like stitches of Vanguard. Yeah, yeah. yeah way yeah. better. That does sound not better. Vanguard. And you, you have five lives. It's not uh, so like if there's like you have cards that if you attack them, it's just your no, your just security checks. Like it's like your firewall. So when you attack them. Um, you either f- you either fight the Digimon or you have to reap the the effects of that. So mm-hmm. sometimes it kind of it doesn't work in your favor. But say if I want to have a Digimon. Oh, I'm a, I'm a Digivolve to this one. Oh, I only had two memory left. It cost me three. Well, my turn's over. Can't even attack. So my question, moving forward from the tournament aspect of your business, and then going towards the the inventory, yeah. keeping up with what's going on. Uh, I have like a kind of like a two part question. The one, the one was uh, the first one is that Disney card game that came out. Oh yeah, Lorcana. Yeah, yeah, that was the biggest thing that's it was, was came out. That, yeah, because I had so many people call me. Yeah. and be like, "Do you guys carry Lorcana?" And so I'm like, "I oh, know I don't." Is it yeah. a one and is done, it? or are they still going? Yeah, so there were. There, it's gonna be another release pretty soon. Yeah, in a week we're gonna have some. There's also another release of the first. Um, set run but we were talking about it yeah. before it came out and you were telling me a story of like how hard it was to come by uh, we only got less than one percent of our pre-orders mm-hmm. and we got no booster boxes mm-hmm. uh and that's more than most some places mm-hmm. uh, i got calls from other stores mm-hmm. wanting the stuff i received because they had so many pre-orders 
and they got nothing or nothing or virtually nothing even yeah. less than we did yeah and they didn't cancel their pre-orders in time that's why so many people had their pre-orders canceled along their way there mm -hmm. because once they got their allocation mm -hmm. it was gone and the way it was explained to me was if you became a Lurkana store you get 60 to 80 percent of your allocation mm -hmm. uh, or 90 percent wait who's the distributor uh there's multiple distributors but there's some very 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 few okay yeah mm -hmm. but the distributors don't get to decide allocation ravensburger does so they had yeah. set it up that if you're a Locana store, you either get 24, 48, or 72 booster boxes, mm -hmm. and that's it. Yeah. It's a, it's a three-set kind of bundle. Not too sure. Not too sure. And since I'm not I a Locana store, I, I, I got zero booster boxes. I feel boxes. like the company didn't realize how big what, what was how big it was going to be. It's Disney. And stuff like that. That's the thing. Disney. I feel like, that personally, my opinion, and don't you guys hate me on this. Yeah. You can quote yeah. me on this, but don't hate me on this. Yeah. Fumble the bag, bro. It's yeah. Disney. I, I know you want to, if you want to, uh, like, like, uh, have Which, like, like create that supply and demand kind of situation. It's interesting that Disney felt the need to, we can touch onto this medium of cards. They didn't believe in themselves. Like no, no, no. Uh, they, it wasn't, see, it wasn't Disney. It was Ravensburger because mm -hmm. they're the, they're the publisher. They publish uh, board games. Okay. They were the ones that chose the mm -hmm. allocations. Mm -hmm. So a lot of people canceled the, they canceled their, their events. Mm -hmm. They canceled their pre-orders. Yeah. And then anything they had, they had to skyrocket the, pro, uh, the, the profits because something's so big, you mm -hmm. can't just let it go. Um, and we try to find that middle ground where some things we sold for retail, some mm -hmm. things like, oh, the Trove, we're going for like 150 to 200 bucks. And yeah. I was like, you know what, 100 bucks all day. Just get, you know, move. I didn't get that many anyways. Mm -hmm. um, it, the biggest thing that people were telling me is like, if people buy from me from cheaper mm -hmm. and they want to sell it for the upsell and then make like. That, that was going to be my next question was how do you deal with people that want to flip it? You know, because you get your inventory. So you have to set aside. I got to make my profit off of this and yeah. stuff as well too. Yeah. But then you have people that come in and be like, I want like three boxes or four boxes and stuff like that. Well, it's, so. see, it's, it's, it's interesting because, uh, the people that want to come in and buy three or four boxes mm -hmm. or cases, right? Cases, they want to yeah. buy cases. Yeah. Um, a lot of those guys have a job to fund those things. So mm -hmm. they don't come until later. Uh, more mm -hmm. often I, I'm selling out by that time. Mm -hmm. So they want to buy boxes. Or it's kind of like already too late. Mm -hmm. but, and then also I always tell people if they're busy, message us let mm -hmm. us know on instagram hey i'm getting out of work at six you mind sending mm -hmm. a box or two for me mm -hmm. that's fine but because we, we thank you <laughs> hey, i do it to him all <laughs> the time i was gonna say yeah 100%. i'm assuming he i got Brian's back 100 percent. i because scarlet and violet release was when i got back into tcg so mm -hmm. you helped me get my both scarlet and violet etb uh you basically messaged me the moment the 151 collection dropped mm -hmm. so i got the etb there and the collector's mm -hmm. one and no you're you're great I think the thing, if you don't mind, if we can kind of talk about it, sure. we talked a uh, little bit while I was at uh, the store. My gosh, why can't I not talk? Coffee's like done with me right now. Oh, yeah. hey, yo, you want <laughs> no, I'm good, deal, bro. No, 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 yo, I'm good. Sponsors, sponsored you, <laughs> Tetris Blast, God, energy no, drink, sixteen ounces. What's my heart rate at right now? Pint. My heart rate's at nope. I'm dude. Look, you're dying. Bro, I'm, I'm dead. Stressed out. No, but look, this is zero calories. It's going to help you out, bro. Yeah, but it's caffeine. What's it, what, what, it has potassium, though. Look, but potassium. <laughs> potassium. You ain't going to cramp Yo, up, man. Is, <laughs> You're it good. Has vitamin right? yeah. C, bro. 40, yeah, it's pretty good. 50% of the <laughs> daily intake of vitamin C. Yo, can I crack this? Go for it. I just, dude, it's yeah. probably better than V8. <laughs> <laughs> no, so one thing I wanted to touch on was you were talking about how other stores essentially get their cases of cards, right? And there's always that money card that people will dig into and then pull it from the set and then sell it as an individual card. Oh, mapping. Yes, exactly. So mm -hmm. one of the things that I've learned when I first started the store with people reaching out to me saying, oh, if you want to build your single, start mapping. Oh, and I'm yeah. like, what the freak is mapping? And they're like, oh, if people open up enough boxes, they can find out 
what the probability is of the money card being inside a case yeah, or we, inside a box. We had to do that at the old location. Every new set for Magic, we had to... He said it. Unlo- for you guys uh, calling yeah. me liars that that's not a thing? That's a thing. Yeah, I'm flipping we, you guys off metaphorically. We to, so we had to open at least two or three cases. To get and we would hire people that day. Be like, you're just basically, we're just going to crack, crack open a box, crack open the packs separate commons and uncommons and rares and, and ultra rares and stuff like that yeah. this is for magic yeah. we did that for the ravna block the ravnica block and a little bit after the ravnica block as well too yeah i remember because every new set we had to do it we had to do it we had to yeah do it. you would have Dude. to do it and then yeah. once you know where the the cars are set up you yeah. can start mapping so people start sharing that information with other vendors mm-hmm. other like people they do it at frank's all the time you, yeah, all, you places, yeah. when you go to frank's they're you, you just see dudes in the back outing yeah. stores now or Dude, no no the, you can't name names i won't name names okay good i can say we did it because we used to do it yeah yeah but no, yeah. we don't do it anymore. yeah so we and at prime time we don't do that because we want people to you know pull the cards that they want yeah. and also they'll tag the store and that's better for us anyways like why mm. would we want to do that yeah you yeah. the thing you do really well is whenever someone does get when someone gets a really cool pool, you share it on the social. Hundred percent, because I'm and hyped. It's so interesting, I'm so yeah. hyped. But the thing is, though, is that when when we used to do cards, that was the most. It it was it was weird because people that was the most demand thing. People rather than opening up a pack, it was opposite for us. Yeah, people wanted to just drop the money to get that ultra rare yeah. or to get that. Yeah. Whatever um, planeswalker and stuff mm-hmm, like that mm-hmm. as well too. People didn't want to go through the trouble of opening up a pack, well, but for you, it's opposite. You said though, right? Well, People don't want to go through. But the trouble. but that but that also goes into how much money am I really willing to spend? Because oh, yeah. if you really think about it, I'm going to spend what was it four dollars a pack? It's like three to four dollars. Three to four dollars a pack. Back then, it was almost it was like two fifty three dollars. I know, but still, I'm going to spend three dollars on yeah. a pack. Let's just say I'm. That card happens to be twenty dollars. Yeah, I might have to buy a box, which is eighty to sixty, to buy to get a twenty dollar card. Mm-hmm. That makes absolutely no sense. Why wait, not just spend wait, the twenty? Wait, well, here's the thing, right? Somebody had to pull the card, right? Yeah. Somebody had to pay it. You can just be the secondary person, and be all like, "I want that card," because you know, Renee just dropped one hundred twenty bucks yeah. on a, a Pokemon booster box. He got the money card. Mm-hmm. He sells it to me. And he's like, oh, this is, you know, this is a $60 card. And yeah. I was like, you know, I'll give you like 45 bucks, 50 bucks. Yeah. Totally. Right. Cool. You come in, it's like, oh, I'd rather pay 50 bucks for that that card yeah. than opposed to paying 100 and hopefully I pull it. Cool. He's happy. You're happy. Exactly. The system kind of feeds itself in that way. Mm-hmm. But also, why do you want the card? Are you going to magic players? The card value comes from its use in the game. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, there's mm-hmm. a collectible portion to it for sure. Pokemon is split into two. Some cards are good inside the game. Some cards are good uh, for collectors. People, art. The yeah, art. the art. People complain right now recently about Paradox Rift being like, oh, the hits aren't that great. The money's not there. Because it's not made for the collectors. It's designed for the players. People will open up boxes, like whole boxes. Or by, I think like Zach went through a couple boxes of these. So he probably opened up 72 packs uh, and started building decks out of it because he plays it. So the, this set is more for people like him than it is for people who want to buy just the one card for display. If you want to get the card because you want to be better at the game, you can. Right. You can. But then you also kind of limit yourself from building other decks that might be good. It's like it's like the Yu-Gi-Oh players will open up all these boxes, start setting up the archetypes, and start making cores True. in case they want to start building them later. No, yeah, absolutely. Because I've done that before where I've opened, where I bought a box, and then I start like kind of and then me and my buddy will like start popping open boxes and then go oh the twins these twins look sick oh, yeah. and they start and you start reading their their descriptions really the the arts is like super like chibi like mm-hmm. anime girls mm-hmm. and you're like 
this is like a sick build. Yeah. Like I kind of want to build it. And then you start looking into, okay, so what cards do I need? What, what architects from, I mean, what archetypes from other boxes do I need to pull into yeah. it? And you're right. That does do that. But in the event of, I've already got a build in mind and then I'm trying to just finish the build. Yeah. Then that's when it starts going into, I'm just going to spend the money. I'm going to yeah. spend the money, get the card so that I can fill. Well, the, what's the most expensive the deck. deck you've ever seen? Because I have seen some for Yu-Gi-Oh, really expensive decks. I think my hero deck was like three fifty. Hundred? That three hundred fifty? Yeah, that's good. Yeah, it's a solid. It was a solid. I've deck. seen a three thousand dollar deck? deck from GX. My hero deck. No, it wasn't from GX. Mine was a evil hero with destiny hero mix. Yeah. That was what arc was that? Uh well, it was a. It was like probably like two years ago that's when like the well, that's when they started really coming out with like a lot of like hero support yeah. oh like two okay. years ago when they yeah. started really coming out with like hero support because they had like the heroes and they had the the live heroes and then they also had the links yeah. like heroes start, heroes just started getting a really like massive because like, heroes was originally gx right yes. yeah 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 that's but, interesting they brought it back but a lot but they they they, they brought it back because it's such an iconic it, you know it's kind of like the dark magicians they were power dark. rangers yeah. basically in a way right yeah, yeah i mean that's, yeah, I that's essentially what it is but i mean the the whole point is that, well they're they also like mock up like superheroes and they mm -hmm. also do different stuff so i mean it's a cool it's a cool archetype and also it's all about fusing mm -hmm. it's all about fusing so you can just go through like oh their fusion yeah. is a meta now yeah like that's the whole point is that you're supposed to be fusing as you're going and then using your fusion Fusing, fusion. Okay, so, well, thing. no, because sometimes it's different. Like a different word could mean no. a completely different mechanic. Well, no, because like because you can fuse, or the whole point of heroes is that when you bring out one, they should be either bringing out a magic card or another monster. Like that's the whole idea of a fusion of a of a hero deck. Because you're just boom, that brings out him, that brings out this third guy. I'm gonna sweep, so that way I can then pull out this link. Wait, this link then brings out a, ma it a magic. Synchros? Synchros goes in, synchros synchros go more into like fiends and stuff like that like mm -hmm. the like the mm -hmm. and all the others like very much you know five D's what's yeah. the mat that we're on yeah. which uh, yeah that but goes to, more into them to, but to your point like three hundred fifty dollars that's a lot of money for a deck yeah it is but I've seen three thousand dollar decks and yeah that's, and it's 40, 40 card decks yeah so like people will spend <laughs> buku money or sometimes they'll, they'll just keep. Like, uh, it's kind of like the comics. You have the backlog the, yeah. of all the, the, mm -hmm. the comics, the older issues, mm -hmm. uh, which I love going through. Mm -hmm. And because um, it helps me fill out the collection. Sometimes I do miss a couple issues. So <laughs> when you have that and you try to build that deck, well, guess what? Now you got the support for the needles. You can, you don't have to look for the old cards. You already True. have it in the back because you spent yeah. it building other decks. So it's one of those things like it, de it depends on the lane that you're in and how much you're well, trying to. Because I've, I've seen a buddy of mine. He actually was just like, I'm going to hollow the whole deck out. And yeah. I was like, why are you going to hollow? You, you have the cards. Why would you hollow it out? And he's like, just the design. Yeah. So it looks pretty. Starlight, baby. Yeah, Starlight. That's all, that's, all all I wanna, that's all I want to do is just, I want to I hollow the deck out. Every card, I want to just look pretty. I want that. Or alternate arts. The textured just, hollow, you can't even read the card. I'm just going to put this back there. Dude, I'm gonna tell those you things what it are is. so hard to read. It is what it is. It's kind of what I'm doing but with Pokemon ghosts, right now. Those ghosts are sick. Because uh, I'm building a Maridon deck. And so mm -hmm. one of the cards is uh, you need a Marith. And I got really fortunate to pull out a uh, full art, secret art of a Marith. So that one's in there, but I'm trying to like hold off on it. So when I actually do get to play with it, like it's still in pristine condition. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But no, yeah, you, you do want to show off the decks and the cards that yeah. you're building because they're pretty dope. Yeah. Speaking about like pulling the right cards or like the cool cards for collecting. That's the thing I don't like about TCG is when people collect cards because they look cool. When people actually like really like the card, like for me, 
We've talked about this before. Charizard. Charizard. He wants the Charizard so bad. I do. He yeah. wants it. But but the the other thing though, going into like I want the specific card because the card is nice, sometimes retail bumps it up. Like because it's in such high demand. But what do you do, Noel? All right. Well, I try to keep things fair and I'm gonna explain to you why yeah. some retails uh, raise it up. Uh Yu-Gi-Oh boxes usually right. go for like sixty, seventy dollars a box. What True. if I told you the MSRP is supposed to be by Konami, the MSRP is supposed to be $115 or $120? It's a lot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, if you look at business, what do you think the cost is on, on a product that's supposed to MSRP at $115 or $120? The actual, like how much you guys are buying it for? Yeah. Like $15, $20. So if we buy for $15, $20, we're going to sell it for MSRP for $115, $120? No. No. Um, the co- the cost would probably be like thirty percent less than that, right? Mm-hmm. So a lot of times, when you get the product, the value of the product, uh, you can't sell it for MSRP. So what? And sometimes the value is really high, like Lorcana, for example, or for Magic, for example, or like you know, depending. Like Ma- Magic doesn't have an MSRP is a bad example, but like Yu-Gi-Oh, Pokemon, we try to keep that middle ground where we try to sell it for MSRP or TCG player, whatever's cheaper, at least for the first two weeks, because then we start dipping into the secondary market, getting it from other vendors to do it that way. Mm-hmm. So we do this because uh, if, and it's easier this way, because if somebody wants to come in and buy the product and flip it, well, guess what? Everybody's buying it that weekend. Yeah. So if you're going to buy from me for, well, you see now it makes sense? No, because you talked about, uh, what was the Pokemon set that came out? The Charizard one? It yeah, wasn't Brilliant Stars. It was uh, the one before that one. You talked about it with me that people were buying it for like 200 bucks and then GameStop started selling it for like 90 Oh, bucks. The, 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 the Charizard Ultra Premium Collection. That's it. So they printed the living daylights out of that. You, the value was going for like uh, $280, $300 the weekend that it came out. I was selling it for like 200 then I dropped it down to $148. Um, and I sold out that weekend, right? Because I was just underselling everybody else. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was those things where that box was worth more than MSRP, but I was trying to keep it as close to MSRP as possible. And then within a week, it dropped down to $80 in value. Walmart has it for 80 bucks and they keep making it to this day. So it's one of those things where you have to find that middle ground. And we try to do that also. So if I buy Yu-Gi-Oh and TCG player says it's worth $65, I probably got it for that price, depending on how much I bought, right? Because it goes lower the more you buy. Absolutely. But if I sold it for MSRP at $120, impossible. Who would spend $120 on a booster box? Dude, you'd be surprised. What about ETBs? Pokemon ETBs. Let's say it's Obsidian Flames. Uh-huh. Goes for $35 to $40, right? The MSRP is supposed to be $65. Well, who would buy the ETB for $65? I'd buy it for $65. Yeah, so when people, some retailers will bump it up, but a lot of times it's below MSRP. And they're doing that because they need to make something a little bit more than the cost that they got it for. So we try to find that middle ground because we want people to afford the things that they like, but also be able to pay the bills. And it's there's there's getting ahead and getting by, but if you build a community that supports you and loves you and tries to take care of you, they go above uh, and beyond. To no, keep because I, it makes forward. it so that the market doesn't self-inflate and it could be accessible well, to a wide variety of people. But, yeah. that, but that's yeah. the thing, though, is that because the way that cards are valued at the time it just really depends like i remember i was trying to build a blue eyes deck at a certain point and i got alternative dragon and while i was doing alternative dragons the actual card was somewhere near 30 40 bucks 
something like that. And it was like, dang, each one of them is $40. Yeah. I bought them. And then like three months later when the brand new, uh, when the brand new one was came, came out, they came out with a, uh, what was it? It was a non-hollow, just a standard card and the new one. And then it just plummeted that price all the way down to like two, three bucks. Yes. When, it's because you're paying for the moment that yeah. you want it. Not, not for the, so there's a thing, so it's called the sunset model for a lot of people that they do. They buy this product. They right. like a lot of businesses like mine. We'll buy all this product and keep it in storage in hopes that it's going to gain value over time. Right. But the game continues playing. The cost keeps going up because MSRP keeps going up and they keep reprinting stuff. A rarity collection for Yu-Gi-Oh! is phenomenal. They printed almost all the staples in different rarities. It's out of control. You can get them in in, in secrets, ultras, uh, starlights, and it's you can get like a bunch of like these staple cards in different rarities. However, for you, your want dick. It, yeah. However you want to do it. It's phenomenal. It's great. But all the values of all the previous cards tanked. Because now instead of like, oh, you have this one card that you paid forty dollars for, awesome. Well, in this box, you can get it in three different flavors. You're good to go. Yeah. There's a card in Magic um, that I had no idea what the worth was for until Sean, who we had last week, told me about it. Cyclone Riff. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Love that card. Cyclone Riff is basically, what does it do again? It's a, it's like a low cost card to put out, but it's um. You could – it returns a card back to your hand, right? Mm -hmm. Or something like but that. But you can overload it. But you can overload it for a cost of six. And it basically, like, returns everything back to the uh, to the, your opponent's hand. Oh, wow. So it works really well in Commander. And I have one. I think the card's valued at, like, 40 bucks right now. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's – uh, it's, actually, it depends on which version. Uh, there's one that's 63, and then there's one that's worth, like, 26. I got it in the Ravnica set. So I don't remember what the symbol looks for that one. I think it's the trident with the mm -hmm. little sticky at the bottom. Mm. But yeah, no, it, it just depends on the use on the card. Yeah. That, that's all that's it what is. I'm, that's what I mean, though, is that it also it depends on regionals as well. Because mm -hmm. mm -hmm. there could be a, a deck that is no one is playing. Like, yeah. absolutely, there's a format that nobody plays. Nobody wants it. Everything yeah, I, else. I remember hearing that. Yeah. Yeah. Always all, whenever a new set mm -hmm. came out and then like when regionals would happen cards would jump up in price and mm -hmm. stuff like that. Because immediately it was like, oh, he used Karibo or he used that. Sword Soul is, is the most late, latest yeah. example. Sword Soul was like an archetype that came out not too long ago. Everything. It was kind of cool. It was fun. Then they started like going meta uh, at regionals. And I had cards that were worth like 10 cents jump up to like 27. And they're like bulk cards. They're my common cards. I had them in the bulk section. Yeah. Uh, Gina, as you guys know, you know, he came in. He's like, we need to go through the bulk. Why? Everybody wants to get Sword Soul. Oh, everybody wants to get sword, so why? Because it does it, does it, does it. And he's just like, just mm -hmm. verbal, like just diarrhea all yeah, over it, me. And I was like, ah! And he's like, so we got through it. And then just basically all these 10 cent useless cards jumped up to the point where it was worth hundreds and hundreds yeah. of dollars that were just sitting in a little white box. I was, until, I was until telling regionals. you last night how I remember one specific set. It was uh, Gate Crash for Magic the Gathering. And they started introducing the charms and stuff like that. So I remember one card called the it was a uncommon Boris charm. Uh, we would sell it on retail on the day of release of uh, Gate Crash. I remember specifically that it was a we sold it for seventy five cents a, a pop. One guy came in and bought them all. 
I come to find out when people do that, I do look it up and I'm like, oh crap, they were online. Uh, they sell online for five dollars a pop after that because it became super. Mm-hmm. Uh, people realizing when you run it with certain ways, mm-hmm. it's a much better car. Yeah. Well, yeah. that and and that's the thing though is that because like I remember buying um, a couple of like boxes right when they came out, and right when I bought the box, I then opened up the packs. I went, okay, cool. I'm going to take all these cards that look pretty cool, and I'm going to try and sell them back to the guy. And the guy legitimately told me, I, I'm not going to buy them. Yeah. And I'm like, why? They're, they're dope cards. They look really cool and everything like that. And he goes, it's day one. I'm not going to buy anything. Yeah, he it goes, drops. I, he goes, it's going to drop. He goes, I'm going to wait two weeks. He goes, I usually, the, usually I wait two to three weeks, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then I see where the market kind of like yeah. bottoms out, and then I'll start buying. He goes, you're buying on day one? I'm, I'm, he goes, I'll never buy yeah. cards that day. Yeah. Yeah, I remember. Uh, again, this is the same thing when uh, when the Return of Ravnica came out and all the new Planeswalkers, but they were being reprinted like Jace the Mind Sculptor and stuff mm. like that. I remember when people did the tournaments for Return of Ravnica, they would sell me Jace the Mind Sculptor, and I was like, "Oh, well, I can't buy it right now." You know why? Because it's it, again, it's the same thing. Like it just came out. I can't. It's a re- it's surging in price. It's like two hundred bucks right yeah, now. Yeah, that's the thing, and I can't I can't give it to you for that much right now. But that's the crazy thing though is the market said, oh, this card is two hundred dollars, and then two weeks later it plummets. To oh 50 yeah, cents. it dropped to like twenty bucks. I remember at one. Yeah, point. Yeah. the mind sculpt. It's because everybody, the more you open packs, mm-hmm. the more it's available in the market. The more you try and sell for yeah. people who want to like buy and sell their right. cards. Yeah. But there's also whales. Do you guys know what whales are? Just people who are just holding, just holding on, hoarding. Yes and no. So there was a gentleman that came into the store, mm-hmm. and he was a little bit on the booger sugar. You know what I'm saying? So he was just like <laughs> on it, and he wanted to buy all of these specific cards, yeah. but just like a bunch of them. And I was like, "Well, this is kind of odd." He's like, "I just came back from Vegas." Whoa! Whoa. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Party time, baby. Uh-huh. Well, what? What'd you do in Vegas? I was buying all these cards. Me, oh, he's a like, part of my part of this group. We buy all these cards. Okay, why? Because then we sell it to each other. Mm-hmm. So for what? He yeah. goes for the value that we think we, we want to sell <laughs> for money. Yeah. So he's like, he's like, I buy all these nah, cards. I roll it up. And- yeah. Because yeah. the way he explains it is like, we buy all these cards for twenty dollars, and then we have stacks of them, hundreds of stacks of these oh. cards for twenty dollars, a bunch of them, a bunch of them, a bunch of them, and then we sell it to each other in increments 30 40 50 60 mm. and then start manipulating the market yeah. and then when, when they feel it's comfortable then next you know they have all these hundreds of cards they bought for 20 that are now worth 60 80 or 100 or 200 because they've been affecting the market around them. yeah they're mm. called whales yeah so this guy was just explaining it and he was like on his phone he's like look at this look at this and he showed me all the groups of all the stuff that he do and yeah. i was all like oh my god this guy just f-ing morpheus me i'm just like oh my god <laughs> yeah oh my god he's breaking i was like he's breaking the matrix no this yeah. is real this couch isn't real yeah oh my god all these techno edm music isn't real either the steak the no, steak and, and you do and, and that's the, and that's the crazy thing is because you can have a small minority of people who are just affecting the vast majority yeah. of the market yeah and it's crazy but uh, but on day one when they releases the biggest moves are done by the general consumer market yeah. Right, so it's kind of like everybody's opening up the packs. It's surging in prices because people might have opened up the boxes during boxes during pre-release or if they got it a week before, and etc. And everybody's like the market is just surging until it relaxes because that's when the 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 community decides what the value is, what they're mm-hmm. willing to pay for the card. That's yeah. the biggest thing. What you're willing to pay for the card decides what the value of the card is. People talk about supply and demand and how it's printed, mm-hmm. but in Los Angeles, in our area, for people who are not out of here, who might have to drive 30, 40 an hour mm-hmm. um, to their local LGS, for us, it's everywhere. It's available. You can go to any, and liquor stores will have it. Mm-hmm. You can just buy your packs and buy your cards. 
So what? when we decide this card is worth $50, you're not going to spend more than $50. It starts to tank. So I have to like, as an owner, have to do like my market analysis and like really pay attention to like yeah. these graphs and see what's really like worth the value yeah. and how I can sell it to people at a value that they're going to want. Like the three captains deck that I have right now, mm -hmm. the trending favorite is selling for like 40 bucks or whatever. Right. And Mr. P is $30. You know what? 30 bucks. Go for it all day. Mm -hmm. Let's do it until I run out. Cause then I have to reach a secondary market. That means I have to buy for a higher price that I get from my distributor. Cause I have to come to deal. I'll be like, yo, how much do you want for that deck? $40. Well, okay. What if I buy 10? I don't know. 35. What if I buy 20? Mm, I can do like 28. Cool. Can you do 25? Uh, sure. Cool. Get it for 25. Mm -hmm. And then I'll sell it for like 35, make $10 or maybe $5, depending on how the market, cause the market could crash the very next day. And then mm -hmm. I'm just like, oh, you know, I'll make a buck or two off each one. But as long as people like Brian, or you guys mm -hmm. want to come in and just play the game and enjoy mm -hmm. the third space. That's what really what matters, right? Mm -hmm. Because it, it's not a copy. You're not going to come in and buy that and leave. Where are you going to go play? You know, where are you going to go? Mm -hmm. Or you don't get judged. You know? Yeah. I yeah. do have one final question for you before we wrap up the show pretty soon. Cause we're about to reach the one thirty mark. Mm -hmm. um, out of every card game that you sell at prime time, which has the most stable price in terms of like singles, because what I'm noticing is like Yu-Gi-Oh. No, Magic is a perfect example because I do Magic and Pokemon. Magic, the single card's price is dependent on how useful it is for a commander deck. Yes. Right? The majority. There's a, there's different there's formats. A diff yeah. There's a couple different ones. And it kind of, you can dip into that market where like people will up the price because it's a rare art or, mm -hmm. right. you know, like that's when the price goes up. Pokemon, what I've noticed is that you could get cards for cheap because they print out a lot of, you know, cards that might you might use for in tournaments and stuff. Yeah. So there'll be the occasional I think Mew was like expensive because it was the card that was winning tournaments. But, but it was a specific Mew. It was a specific Mew. Because also remember in Pokemon it's not just I bought a Mew, it's I had to buy a Mew from the this pack from because, this because yeah. its abilities are different from any other Mew that I might have gotten. It was written, yeah, it was done differently. But where I'm noticing that the market tends to skyrocket up is the artwork for Pokemon. So there's a lot of cards that people will sell singles that the card might not be useful for anything. It might not even be used um for like to build decks or anything, but it's the art that sells. Yeah. Like a lot of people we were talking about this, the Charizard in the 151 collection, the secret art one, where Charizard's like this tiny compared to the giant card mm -hmm. people were overselling it but or overpricing it but not a lot of people really cared for it because charizard was like a little mm -hmm. tiny grain of salt yeah and everybody yeah. was like why is everybody freaking out over this card i don't get it yeah <laughs> but me as a charizard fan i get it because you yeah. can stack the three cards up and you get charmander charmeleon Charizard. yeah yeah the no neck charizard yeah yeah he's just <laughs> I don't know if you guys, for, for you uh, audio listeners, uh, is a no neck Charizard. He kind of looks like the guy from 90 Day Fiance. It's 90 Day Fiance? Oh, Big Ed? Oh, Big Ed, yeah, he looks yeah, like, yeah, yeah though, that's mm -hmm. Big Ed Charizard form flying over. Like, yeah, no neck. I was like, that is not even a dragon at that point, yeah. bro. It's a thumb. <laughs> it's if you guys, if you guys don't know, Noel's a huge advocate for reality TV trash. I <laughs> am, 100%. Dude, everyone is. It's amazing. Yeah. Are you kidding me? So, yeah. uh, to go back to the question, what is the most stable? in terms of single price. All right, the way I'm gonna break it down is Magic is the most stable. Really? And the reason why is because Magic the Gathering doesn't provide an MSRP. It just, whatever the market decides. So sometimes sets can be terrible. Anarchy. Yeah. yeah. It's, yeah, the sets can be terrible. Mm -hmm. um, and I have to decide 
up to the week before when I have my uh, my pre-orders. See, a lot of us we have to make our pre-orders six months in advance. Yeah, I have no idea how that how good the set's gonna be. Mm-hmm. I just know what my price is gonna be. Oh yeah. And then when it comes in, I'm just like, it's worth less than what I'm paying. Good God. Yeah. I That's gotta how it figure is with this comic out. Books we have to order three months in advance. Yeah. So we don't know. Same thing, right? What's it, gonna be? Yeah. And what's gonna be good? How much in this day? How much is it hold on to? Yeah. And hopefully it'll build value later. Oh. If the stories get better, mm-hmm. if this is a second wave or whatever. That's the thing. Yeah. Magic doesn't have an MSRP, so. On the retail side, it's booty. Like it's it can it just can be so hard to gauge sometimes for us. And I try to keep it fair because sometimes TCG player is could be on the week release, it start to dip a little bit or it just surges out of control. Where I'm not gonna charge somebody, you know, five hundred dollars for a Lord of the Rings uh collector set. Well, I'll do three eighty. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, yeah. sell me out. Go for it. Yeah. Dare you. Three eighty all day, sell it. Yeah. You want to go five hundred everywhere else? That's fine. That's your choice. I'll have it here for three eighty. Oh, a week could drop down to like four twenty. All right, cool. Three hundred bucks flat. Let's run it. Mm-hmm. Let's go because they inflated so high. It should be going by what Mark decides, but that's not fair for my play group. The people that come in every week, I can't expect them to you know, drop three hundred five hundred bucks per box. It's have you been fair. getting questions for the Fallout set? Uh, yes, I know because you can pre-order on Amazon. Um, so. <laughs> Just letting you know, a lot of us are a little Dang. a little peak butt because yeah. you can order it on Amazon. So we're kind of we're having a tough situation with it where the price on Amazon is actually really good. Mm-hmm. And so like you say, oh, there's no MSRP. Well, you just kind of just provided one, mm-hmm. you know, and that's kind of like the baseline, the baseline. Mm-hmm. It's not that great. So, so for magic, for the cards, because there is no uh, MSRP, the cost that you get to buy into it can vary based on whatever the consumer decides how much you're willing to pay for it. Mm-hmm. That's the most stable because the cards are only as expensive as how good they are in the game. You have the alternate art and stuff like that. But so you can look at some of the alternate pretty arts uh, cards in Magic that may not be worth a lot of money. It'd be like a dollar, maybe less. But you want that card in your deck because that's how it runs. Mm-hmm. Pokemon has an MSRP and they keep increasing it. Uh, but the value in those decks aren't that great. So it's kind of it makes it kind of tough so for pokemon i would say um as a buyer this is the funnest one it's the funnest it's the funnest one because the card the price that you're paying for box kind of equals out to the value you're going to get the like the 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 151 ultra premium collection for example if you could if you Mm -hmm. price it out for like the first two weeks it was worth like close to 200 dollars so for MSRP of 120 is great. You get a plane mat. You did also. I think you bought one, right? I bought one. Yeah, you bought one. So it's pretty good, and you get the three promo cards and the three promo still unopened. You should open it pretty soon. I know. Yeah, two so, weeks from now. There you go. Now you know. Two weeks from now. <laughs> so that's pretty good uh, in terms of like what you can buy to get the single market. It's more stable is in Magic uh, for sealed. The funnest one would be Pokemon because everybody knows it. Lurkana, everybody knows the lore, but it's really hard to get your hands on it. Digimon is the cheapest way to get into a fun game most booster boxes go for 30 bucks you can it's start, not bad it's pretty good you can start building decks for also that. digimon huh? yeah it's also, it's also digimon. digimon yeah it's great yeah but the digimon game is pretty good Usually, there was a lot of hype in the beginning and then uh because they they they, they thought it was gonna do Better? not that great oh so they didn't print that much and then they liked the, how this worked they're like oh cool and then everybody likes the game awesome and then they over they overprinted it and now it's like everywhere, available everywhere. One Piece is kind of like that right now, where it's kind of like it's starting to find that middle ground where it's not as expensive as the secondary market. So are we saying that Yu-Gi-Oh! is the worst market? Uh, no. So I would say when it comes to Yu-Gi-Oh!, it's not much of a collector's game. It is a player-based game where the archetypes are so solidified, like Neos. Neos hasn't gotten a lot of support in a very long time. Mm-hmm. But if they did come out with a box 
that hey, all your old Neos decks, every everybody who watched GX, you now have this support. Well, they, they just did it a couple of like two boxes ago, I think. Where they got where Neo started getting like little tiny some supports. support, but not enough for it to go meta. Yes. Now, now you can play Neos for fun, but you still buy Neos. You still want to buy those packs and those yes. cards. So it's like you want to jump into it because you have an interest in the like. I want the Gungan ship. I want to make a Gungan ship deck mm-hmm. where all the all the battleships. So it's based on like Japanese Navy stuff. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's all. Is sushi. that where the fusions combine and no. make a big old? No, they're. It's like mecha. It's like mecha. Fusion. Food. No, it's mecha food. They're literally sushi. It's called Gungan ships. Oh, they're little sushi ones. That that one. It looks like they're building a ship in a port, but in reality, it's it's a it's a little sashimi little wrap thing. That's awesome. Yeah, you can make a whole thing. So somebody came to a tournament where they had a sushi boat as their playmat, and they actually like had to like. That's awesome. You know, but that's what, but and I do feel like that is like one of the benefits of Yu-Gi-Oh is that even if it's a bottom of the barrel like archetype. If you know how to play it, you can yeah. you can make it work. There's another there's one uh, archetype in Yu-Gi-Oh that's mostly made out of comments called Full Entries. Uh, everybody started building those decks right off the bat. That deck, the meta, the the lore is it's birds that go on an adventure, picking up more birds along the way as their friends. That's cute. It's adorable. But the the cards are they lock you out because even though you can build out of mostly out of commons and uncommons, uh, it says uh, okay only we can only normal summon. You can't do all your special la la, you know, yes. blah 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 stuff. Mm-hmm. It's just normal summon. It was like, except for me, I can multiple normal summon. Yes. <laughs> and you just drop, keep dropping birds, having fun. That's all you do. And then just lock people out. You can't link away. You can't do all that stuff. Like you're just dropping birds, having fun, and then just bang. Yeah, but I and I, and that's the interesting thing because I find that awesome in Yu Gi Oh, where it's just whatever you're planning. My plan is way better than yours. Yeah. And I would, I'm just going to have fun over here playing with my birds or playing with my dragons. Yeah. And I'm going to do all these other things and you can't do nothing about yeah. it. So I would say Yu-Gi-Oh is really fun that way. Pokemon is really enjoyable. Magic is very strategic in the way you think and how you, and how yeah. you want to build your deck. So that's how I would break it down. If I would say Digimon and One Piece made by Bandai, they play almost identical to each other. They're super fast, super great. Digimon, I'm telling you, I'll, I'm telling you, it's just super fun because it's so cheap to get. Like me and the guys, we went to Frankenstein's and we dropped hundreds of dollars. And we came back with like tons of boxes. He's starting to sound like a drug dealer. Uh, it's I, a gateway drug. You no, know, because I'm. I, 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 you, know, you know what it is? 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 It's a JVO, baby. <laughs> no, but I, I got guys, the vitamin C. In hold on. Me. Listen, guys. You, guys want a good, you want a good gateway drug? Oh, Digimon, dude. I heard Digimon is great, dude. For, first off. <laughs> Cardboard crack is awesome. Okay, <laughs> I'm not it, I and but that's the thing though is that when you are getting into TCG card games, board games, anything like that, expect it's it could be cheap if I want to just stop, you know, at this one thing. Mm-hmm. But eventually, you are gonna go. I want to. I want to get bigger. I want to go better. I want to. I want to do a different thing. I want to. Oh, this thing sounds interesting. I want to have I more fun. Do it. Hit me with the best stuff. What yeah, because I mean, I, give me that underground <laughs> stuff, dude. We yeah, got under one of my one of my buddies started getting like he started telling uh, Andrew. Because he was he only plays with his his samurais and then he had like another one and that was oh, it. Is it six ams? Yeah, six ams. Oh yeah, solitaire. Because <laughs> yeah. you start playing like counters everywhere. Yeah, you just putting counters. That's on the them. thing that I've noticed with Yu-Gi-Oh is that deck building for Yu-Gi-Oh. Mm-hmm. Again, I don't like the player base for Yu-Gi-Oh. I've been wanting to go to the, your beginner tournaments that yeah. you have on Mondays because yeah. I really want to meet some people that aren't jerks yeah. about right. with Yu-Gi-Oh. But what I love about it is that your deck is your personality. Yeah. True. 100%. Yeah, and it's yeah. so interesting because I refuse 100%. to not use a Red Eyes deck, and I want to figure out a way to make Red you Eyes should. work. You should. Because Red Eyes, like I said, favorite that, card. That, that's why, because when I when I made a troll deck, 
that was 100 percent my, my personality of just like yeah. i'm just uh i'm just sitting there going like oh you know you want to win oh and then like as soon as they start blowing things up and like they're kind of destroying your field and you're, they're like i'm gonna whoop his butt right now yeah. i cannot wait to just beat him up and then you're just waiting and then they go i would like to hit you for eight thousand and you're just oh, like man. oh I would like to stop yeah. everything you're doing. Just yeah. no attack. You end your turn and you lose. Yeah. It's like, I hate you thing, so much. The interesting <laughs> thing about Yu-Gi-Oh! right now that I've been noticing a lot of people doing, they're mixing archetypes. Yeah. So that's like a thing where you can you can get the red eyes and mix it with a different archetype that you kind of vibe with just mm-hmm. and take it to the next level. That's what yeah, I'll probably just, do. Just to speed it up. Yeah. Uh, Noel, to wrap up the show, anything you want to plug in? Like I said, there's a lot of stuff on your socials and Primetime Collectibles Instagram. Yeah. If you guys aren't following his Instagram, everything will be in the description. Go check it out because he posts on the daily. Uh, mm-hmm. I think you had a sale. Uh, we still was, have the cell, so did. check this out, guys. Listen to me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we got a twenty percent off everything except TCG because we just talked about the cost, and you understand yeah. now why it's hard for us to do sales on TCG. Twenty yeah. percent off everything except TCG and forty percent off the pop. So if you want to jump into early Thanksgiving shopping, get the Christmas going, get stuff for you know, get stuff for your office people, your coworkers, things you're like, kind of like ah, I kind of want to get them something. I'm gonna get them this like fifteen dollar pop for like seven dollars. Five dollars or whatever, and just kind of like bam, bam, like oh my god, this pop is worth like twenty dollars. Like yeah, because I love you, baby. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> we got it. That's CG Yeah, I just kind of like you know pass it off. Uh, it's easy way, easy win. Just get ready for the kiddos just and all that stuff. Don't over decorate your office space because I already got threatened. Why? Really? Yeah. You're so, that guy. Uh, yeah. You're that you, guy. Yeah. What did you decorate so, your office? So I have you. a, I have oh my, my Rad X uh, pill. From that that I got at a or bottle uh-huh. that I got at LA Comic Con like four years ago, uh. and a bunch of like Fallout stuff, and then it's, uh, my wife started collecting the hundred anniversary Disney things. Wait, don't you work in the medical field? I do. Why would so, you put a red X bottle? Pill? Funny story. No. I, do, you, do you want to? Dude, you want me to tell you the story real quick? That's poison, bro. You're okay. basically saying that. Ah, my, yeah, we sell poison. We sell poison. Welcome to hell. And Tom, <laughs> finish, Tom Cruise is gonna pop out. <laughs> <laughs> Finish your promo, Start and then I'll end, I'll end it. Sword. <laughs> the last one. Why is it the last one when there's tons of others? I don't know. Finish the finish the ad because then I got. Oh, we also we also running Bitman at Whittier College. Shout out to Whittier College. Shout out to uh, the Uptown Association, Justin, for helping us out move along with this. We're making some last minute adjustments. Some people did pull out. We're still gonna run TCG. We're having a regional smash tournament. We're bringing in some power players and all that stuff. I'll be posting an update today. We're gonna have a little small artist uh, alley. Get all that stuff going. Hopefully, it doesn't rain that day. But you know what? If you're playing TCG, that's the spot to go to. And we have a sell going. And then I haven't even gone into Black Friday stuff. Uh, but I will be posting some stuff there. So if the 20% off isn't enough for you, we're going to hit you even harder after, how about, that. after Thanksgiving. How about this? Because uh, if anything, we'll probably help promote, if anything. Yeah. You cool with that? Yeah. That's yeah? Cool. Okay. Yeah. So if there's any announcements, we'll post it on our socials. I totally but forgot Black Friday's coming up. Yeah, I know. Yeah. But we'll post it. Uh, once you share it, we'll share it on our side. Perfect. Help each other. Yeah. Help each other out. No problem. Yeah. And then uh, when you guys start, do, I know you guys are going to go to the Comic Fest. Yeah. I have swing by over there if you guys want to. Let me know. I'm working on getting some food. I'm getting hungry right now, too. But we're going to be doing some <laughs> There's stuff There's three there. cookies here. Yeah, because yeah, we haven't gotten to the cookies, bro. <laughs> Get the cookies. Just chow into it right now. Fast yeah, as you just can. do it. Yeah, Tom Cruise. You know, <laughs> I'm never going to let it go. I'm sorry. It's just his teeth. It's his teeth. <laughs> That's how you know I'm in hell. It's just, it's <laughs> <laughs> you know they're, you know they're fake, right? <laughs> yeah, I know. That was the whole thing with The Last Samurai. When he popped up, I was like, oh, he fixed his teeth. And I was like, I never paid attention to his teeth. In the whole movie, I'm just all like, 
them some chompers for sure. <laughs> Woo! How much you pay for them? You know, like, you know, so. All the information for Primetime Collectibles yeah. and NOL will be in the description wherever you guys are listening to. So go check it out. Go support. Tell them we sent you guys. Show them some love, guys, because TCG is a great community. You make a great community. Thank First you. of all, you do. It, so, takes a, it, take, it, takes, yeah. it takes a village. Because we've sure. talked about TCG mm-hmm. in a couple issues here, and we're negative about it, but that's because we've been in negative spaces, and it's mm-hmm. good to hear someone who has something here uh, in Uptown Whittier. I don't, I don't know why you keep saying we. I'm very positive about TCG. <laughs> it's because you're, you're the negative. You're the troll. I'm, I'm in TCG. You, you influence. You're the poison in the well, yeah, dude. But I want to say something. We didn't talk about any of the stuff you guys normally talk about. No, we don't. Yeah. No. So listen, okay. how about we turn this into a part one, part two, we dive into it. Because I want to talk about how mid Ahsoka was for me. Oh, uh, you know, I, I want to talk about Attack on Titan could have been better and how everybody's saying it was 10 years of their life. I mean, there was three seasons. Yeah, I get a life, yeah. guys. Uh, Can we? Should we? We'll we talk about it Yeah, we could talk about a little. We could add we can do the comic strips. Yeah. It'll be a Friday. Re- I don't know. We'll figure it we'll out. Figure it out. Yeah. Yeah. We keep recording. Yeah. Oh, more of a headache. Oh my god. Okay, should I tell the story in the part five then? The yeah. point five. Yeah, put it in there. All right. Yeah, there it is. You have a story, guys. Yeah, the the red X. Why he has the red X? Someone. So like a little bit of drugs. Yeah. No. So a little bit of a little bit of a little context to it, real quick. Um. Yeah. We'll do it in the other half, but the story, uh, just to kind of give you an idea, someone broke into our office, and uh, there was a little bit of a fear in me because of uh, what was there. So I'll tell you guys in the story oh afterwards. Oh, my God. Yes. Control H. <laughs> oh, no. All right. Still there. Uh, I don't know how this is going to work because there's a lot of content that is released this week. But, woo! guys, check out the YouTube channel. No, don't woo. You're woo! not in Woo! I, can I give him responsibility? G Fuel, baby. Can I give Whoa, him? Oh, it's hitting me like a truck. Either manage the websites, do the shorts, do something. I can't do everything at this point. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> He's yeah, big whatever. people eating little people. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, go check out our YouTube channel. Check out our socials: Instagram, Facebook, X. Check okay, out our audio platforms as well: fans. Spotify, Apple Podcasts. And Podbean, especially during the holidays, because you can just make gingerbread men. And oh uh, guys, oh, that's one of the <laughs> keep an eye out on <laughs> all our platforms because content will be releasing this week. Yeah. Uh, we have issue one seventy two point five, which is about Comic Fest, directly from Eric. Cookies. Issue one seventy three, which is about Primetime Collectibles, Eric Noel, right here. Yes. And then we're going to be doing a seventy three point five, apparently, because now we're going to be talking about news yeah. and doing that. So that, that will be. Noel wants to talk about. News. Yeah, we'll have another round of of, of Pro- uh, Providence Bakery for sure. Now, how's that? Can you not chew into the mic? No, 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 no. no, no. I will literally here, throw a, here. I throw this cup of water. This I will drown you. I will try. You, That's not water. You know you want. He toasted it. Look, he hit I it. I know, I know. Get it. All right, get in there. Uh, grab the script. We're gonna close it out. This is right there. Oh yeah, you're right. Take Wait, that. Wait, is that the right one? Yeah. Yes. Is that what you use for timekeeping? Yeah, yeah you did. Guys, thank you so much for joining us here. Uh, keeping up with the nerds, issue one seventy three. Noel, please sign us out. You just read it. <laughs> no, that, <laughs> read that. The top part. The no, bottom. The bottom one. It says the outro. Oh. This outro above it. Yeah. This one. Yes. You literally just read it. No, I didn't. Yeah, you did. Read it again. <laughs> <laughs> this has been keeping up with the nerds. <laughs> Issue one seventy one. Three. Seventy three. Yeah. <clears throat> Round two. This has been keeping up with the nerds. <laughs> Issue one seventy three. My name is Noel. Yeah, your local dweeb. Don't forget to support your local dweebs. These guys are here. Also dweebs. <laughs> uh, <laughs> this is me, Nick, Renee, Brian. Cannibalism okay. Don't make out with <laughs> <laughs>
we'll see you next time. See you guys. Bye. 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 <laughs>